directly to you. This is the 117th episode. Welcome to the year of the, the history books, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I am AJ. I'm joined by Parker. We weren't here last week, but we're here now. That's how, right. How, how have you been over this last week? It, yeah. yeah, I'm not asking you. Yet. We got to get to the housekeeping first. <laughs> so you right. can support this channel in this house that we're trying to keep mm-hmm. in the year 2020 by going to youtubecom slash 4 twitchtv slash 4 giving us four dollars and ninety nine cents. What you get for that? You get exclusive emotes. You get loyalty badges. You get gaming time with us. You get free switch keys for out of time, and get access to our support. Is only Discord. You can talk about the world, dude, <laughs> and video games. And you want to play Smash Brothers? It's a great old time. Hit me up. You know, mm-hmm. I'll I'll fight you. I promise. Uh, you can also join. You can also join our Discord for free by clicking the link in the description and saying hi to Duncan, or mm-hmm. Cowboy, or Grimhane, or Justin. You know, mm-hmm. good, old, good old fun time. Now. How you doing, Parker? Are you playing any video games? I am. Surprise, surprise. Uh, yeah, man, I'm doing all right. Um, we took a week off last week. That was, I think, I think wise, all things considered. So yes. um, that was good. But yeah, man, doing all right. Uh, video games. I, a bunch, um, played, because last week, Clubhouse Games came out. Yes. So I played that, right? That was last week? Yes. You okay. yes. <laughs> the fifth, on, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it on was Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I played some of that. Um, That's how you know this has been a doozy of a oh, year, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's good. It's. I think it's exactly what I intended it to be um, and wanted it to be, so that's great. Uh, I played more, mostly played it just by myself, which is mostly what I was intending for, just to have it for games like, pretty much like here's the kinds of games that I would download on my phone to have as like a background app kind of thing. But the phone versions always have janky ads and stuff. And it's all like, it's hard to get like the good version of solitaire without paying for it or whatever. And this way I've got 51 of those games. Um, so yeah, I did some of that. Um, some of the games are like, once you figured out, you could beat even like the hardest difficulty computer super easy and some of them aren't that way and like <laughs> i suck at nine men's morris but like that made me play it a whole lot of times i didn't even touch there's see the i think i played maybe 10 mm-hmm. games all together and some of them i just played on stream with bob like yep. uh ha- the the hare and hounds oh man yeah yeah that, that game's game. that game's stupid <laughs> You're not the we, hair. That game is very dumb. I played that with, um, with Mitch. So Mitch came over last night. We're starting to kind of socialize here and there. Um, Mitch came over and we played multiplayer for the first time that I played multiplayer of that game. Um, and his last name's rabbit. So we had to play the hare and the hounds. Cause you know, we kind of did the same thing. I was like, you gotta be the wolf dude. You, oh man. You're so right. So Mitch needs to play against Bob and that would be the true. Yeah. That would be the spirits. true face off. But yeah, we got, that one seemed like, I think you need to come up with some good strats to be the hair, maybe even because both times we got into a point where it's like, okay, we're just going to go back and forth until you run out. Literally every single game we did, the hair won. The hair. Really? Oh, I I won as the hounds every time. (laughs) So maybe I'm just super good, but yeah, the hair is broken Mm -hmm. Um, as far as how it can move, but maybe Mitch just sucks. So. That's possible. It's, it's possible. Uh, I think he was like, playing like really first, defensively, I had it and like, that was bad. 
because um, the first game we did um, when I was the ha- well, the first game I had freaking wrecked Bob, and then he wrecked me, and then I was like, no, 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 I want to do this again. I want to figure this out. Yeah. Um, and then I. I got the idea of it, but mm-hmm. then I like overestimated how much thought you need to put in. <laughs> so then I ended up <laughs> myself because really the, the the it seems that you need to more or less stay in the same formation to like corner the hair. And yeah. I was like, oh, no, I want to try to like cut them off here, and it's like no, uh-huh. go through here, and it's like this game's dumb, like it's a <laughs> stupid game. Never playing it again. Um, <sighs> yeah, and then freaking bowling is also dumb. I haven't tried bowling yet. Bowling is like on touch, like touch controls. It's Mm -hmm. almost too consistent and that makes it easy. Mm. Oh, interesting. With motion, it's like not. (laughs) So like, okay, there will be times where like, I'll like freaking throw the ball right down the middle. And sometimes it's like, and with the same strength, more or less and sometimes it'll be a strike. Other times it'll split it right down the middle and take out four pins or whatever. Right. Like, Uh okay <laughs> you know yeah. but for touch it's easy it's very easy to, to beat it like that but it seems already with bob i was like no nah, i'm not going to use touch because you <laughs> <laughs> it seems to me like overall that the the target demographic for this is like or the best situations or whatever is if you're going to be playing like yeah with family who doesn't really like you know like we play kinds of stuff um and also like you feel fine jumping around games a decent amount um, because it seems like not a lot of like the bowling or whatever. Well, I didn't try the bowling, but like battle tanks or whatever. Darts is fun. We had Bar- darts is fun. Yes. Um, but a lot of them don't seem like they have like the ones that could have more depth. Don't feel like they have a ton more depth, but the ones that just couldn't like solitaire is just solitaire. It's like mm. the perfect version of solitaire, you know? So yeah. I feel like either that or like, my situation where I'm mostly going to be playing them by myself anyway. Um, but if it's like, I'm going to play this one to play with this one person all the time, probably get stale pretty quick. I would guess, unless yeah. you guys really like Texas was, and don't um, want to get cards out or something like that. So I was playing this, uh, and like discord with some people mm-hmm. and I was basically saying like, this isn't the type of game that you're like, I'm going to play 51 worldwide classics. Like let's go get all yeah. get together and play. It's like, no, let's play freaking chess. You know, <laughs> yeah. let's play last card or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're not like playing the entire collection. Just de- it just doesn't make yeah. sense. And Especially it's a slow burn it. of a game too. Like as far as like racking up hours or whatever of playing it, it's going to be one that I know. Like right now, I don't ironically need it right now because I've got Xenoblade for like even because um, like while I'm watching shows, I like to have something that I could be playing if I want. And Nino Kuni yeah. was kind of a pain to be playing because. It just like the, I don't know. There were a lot of cutscenes. Xenoblade also has a lot of cutscenes. Um, but the way like grinding in Xenoblade is really easy, and like I can just do it and not pay attention too much, and then that works out well. But um, that's the thing that I'd probably be using this for as well, for the most part. So I don't know. We'll see how it pans out. But it's yeah. so far, it's what I was hoping for. Yeah, so it's, it's what I wanted. It's still two like- thumbs up. <laughs> People like we'll, when we're streaming because that's just the nature of it. Which I mean, we'll get the a version of that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, people are like, "So you guys don't like this game?" It's like because you're complaining about X, Y, and Z, and it's like, yeah, but that's like the nature of streaming, kind of. It's like you point mm-hmm. out that and you like make a joke out of it. There's games within it that we like, but a lot of the games that we play, we just 
so happened to not like. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean that we don't like the game altogether. Mm-hmm. It's 51 games, dude, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think probably, like, uh, you'll find a couple, I mean, if you're interested in any of them at all, I think you'll find a couple that's like, that's the one, like, I like playing, like, I like playing Yahtzee in it because it's like, there's not an, you know, easy, difficult, hard, impossible um, bot AI, whatever. Um, It's just kind of random. Like it's going to do the best it can, but it's random anyway. So like, you know, you can't optimize it to be like, well, I figure out the best strategy. Whereas you probably like if tic-tac-toe were on there one time, I mathed out all of tic-tac-toe to where like I mean, at this point, boxes is kind of tic tac it is. Yeah. Really? And I got to the point where like, yeah, I figured out how, if I do also like, connect things, four is kind of, yeah, that like, one, I'm not quite as good at connect Four. it took me. I feel like I really lucked out on winning against the impossible bot for that one, but I'll try it again. We'll find out. So, but that's, that's that game in any case. Um, I've been playing some other stuff, but you go now and then I'll talk. Uh, I've been playing. What is there a play? I played Smash Brothers. Uh, you don't say. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, did I have any new developments in Smash Brothers? Let's see. I don't think so. I think I've just been freaking wrecking people as Pokemon trainer. Mm-hmm. I think that's just about it. Um, nice. I jumped into Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. People on that, and uh, I found my shiny Applin dude for the <laughs> meme. I finally did it, and it wasn't even a thing that was like, it's not it, like because uh, when I tweeted out, Grimhane was like, it took so long. And I was like, I mean, it did. Like as far as like like actual days that passed, but not right. really, you know, because uh-huh. it's like it, it stopped took, for a really long time. Yeah, it probably took me like four or five sessions of like turning the game on, like grinding out eggs for like half an hour at a time i'm a very impatient person so i'm not sitting here for five hours at a time freaking uh, uh-huh. egg number three thousand no i'm like all right it's been 45 minutes i'm done playing this game for the week yep. <laughs> and then i come back and then whatever so like i just randomly i don't even remember what i was doing i was probably waiting for my video to export or something mm-hmm. and then i got the shiny apple and i was like oh shoot there it is and it's always it always ends up being like because I'll play very intentionally where it's like, I'm going to get five eggs from this lady and I'm going to hash these five eggs and I'm done. Like I'm turning mm-hmm. it off. So it always happens to be like the last egg that I got from the egg, like from uh-huh. the that hatches. And I'm like, all right, that was, that was that. And then I turned the game off. Nice. <laughs> so yep. there's that. That and is I was battling people in that too. Was that just like from the DLC announcements and stuff? You got hyped for it again. So want to jump back in because of that? Uh, or no, I was talking to somebody, they were asking me how many shinies I had. And I was like, I have like six or something like that. (laughs) And then that reminded me and I was like, oh yeah, I wanted to get the shiny Applin and I gave it a shot and I got it and I was done. Cause Mm -hmm. I I was also taught like in that conversation, it was like, this is how I got the shinies I got. And the first Mm -hmm. shiny was very lucky because it took me like eight eggs. Like the shiny lapras was easy. And then I got another shiny Corviknight just by mm-hmm. running into it like complete happenstance and had to it was like I don't know like five o'clock in the morning so I'm like freaking half sleep and I'm like <laughs> is this even a shiny <laughs> and then, like I like looked it up on Bulbapedia and I was like oh yeah that one's the, that's a shiny mm-hmm. one and just like, barely <laughs> yeah yeah um, so I caught that and then yep. um it just went downhill from there from there I was yep. like all right this one took me a full box and Applin probably took me like five boxes or something gross yep 
man yeah uh other stuff so the other thing i've been playing is xenoblade like i mentioned um so yeah i have thoughts on said game it's uh it's good i like it it's i'm i have thoughts in like a multiple different categories number one i played xenoblade chronicles 2 for that was my first xenoblade game so in my mind i keep comparing things to that did you beat xenoblade chronicles 2 Yes, I did. Okay. I it played was... it for like 15 hours, which is nothing. Oh, wait, did you? Okay, so we got to we gotta freaking, while we're on the Pokemon topic. Okay. Since we didn't talk about the DLC or nothing like that. Did you True. watch Wolf? I mean, I put it in the, I didn't watch the Wolf Den live from last week. Yet. Oh, it's in the Pokemon's on here? Yeah, I put it in. Okay, we'll get to it. We'll get to yeah. it. You're Xenoblade. <laughs> um, so Xenoblade, yeah. Uh, played Xenoblade Chronicles 2, beat it back in the day, um, around uh, a couple months after it came out. I think I got it for Christmas 2017 and then beat it following that. And I really liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, there were, yeah, I mean, there were things about it. Like I, I saw Max posting some stuff about like things that he did or didn't like from, from that and like some of the, super anime stuff like the i mean any of the like mithra kind of things where it's the more weeby stuff where you know um more adult content or whatever Big it was like yeah that kind of stuff grill. was like lots of lots of eye rolling from all that and that one blade that was like just she was pretty much just boobs and that was <laughs> like one yeah that <laughs> right. like at least five of them i think uh, all the like all but maybe one of the female blades that i've seen uh-huh just boobs the character <laughs> yeah so that stuff i was like okay guys that's that's enough <laughs> of that now um but the and like the blade system was kind of like you know having to find the blades and all that kind of stuff um but as a whole i think the story for xenoblade chronicles 2 has was more kind of enticing or whatever at least compared to where i am so far i'm i'm at the Aerith sea um in the tomb for anybody who knows is that, that is. the right thing because i know you like oh yeah i said the wrong thing eternal lake eternal lake isn't a thing in anything so you now, just made it up i did and that's like that pretty that sounds pretty cool so that could that wait could you something. said eterna yeah Eter i think eterna city is a pokemon thing <laughs> i mean out or something like that but it's not a lake they got to get a lake there and they and then, like reuse that song it was like they used it in like freaking pokemon xd and gala darkness and then it's also like there's like a variation of that song in like gen three or four a bunch something. of lazy gen four and i was like this is like i it wasn't even a thing of like i immediately knew i just heard this uh -huh. one. i was like where did i hear <laughs> song <laughs> like i knew it was another pokemon game but which one is it and it turns out it was, it was two of them that don't really matter uh fight me uh <laughs> and coliseum are stupid um and they're not good pokemon games mm -hmm. so yeah that stuff it's um yeah i think overall i'm enjoying the experience but the one thing that i think i realized is like i feel a lot of pressure to finish it at a certain <laughs> pace and i don't like that because and i think it's be like because of being involved in you know like making oh, like content on it and stuff things? yes that you're going to make a video about it no not even uh, that like it's okay i don't i have no clue why i care but it's like as opposed to like divinity original sin or whatever it was like people already played that back in the day i can just play it at whatever pace but i think knowing that other peers of mine or whatever are like oh i just finished it i'm almost done that kind of thing 
makes me feel like I need to but like keep also up with it. most of these people that you're talking about played the original game so yeah like, right cares what they're doing at this point you know like just play a game yeah you want to play it so I need to figure out how to switch my mental state or whatever to be better about just tell yourself they stuff. are already ahead of me and I'll never <laughs> get ahead of them yeah because that was the, honestly that was a thing for sure with both Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and Octopath Traveler a little bit where Mitch was also playing those and he just like books it to the end of games. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm sure I've said this on the podcast before, but I remember sometimes where he would be like, well, what do you think of chapter eight or whatever? And he was already on chapter nine. And so I tell him my theories and he'd be like, interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm like, well, we can't like be talking about it. And he's like, I'll try to put myself in the frame of reference if I were still there. If to I t- didn't like, know no, that Bobby no, dies no. on chapter nine. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, the Bob Om from Paper Mart. Just kidding. Um, oh yeah, that is. <laughs> so yeah, all in all, I'm enjoying the game. I, I think just the fact that I have such a backlog too, I feel like I'm rushing through it. But at the same time, I'm enjoying the stuff, the game itself. So just um, you know, live and let live, that. dude. Be like me. Just don't care. You know, yeah, just man. play the game as you play it. And if you don't, you don't. You know what I'm saying? Dude? This is very true. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we'll see. It's a good game. So there's that. If anybody's like, man, I love some JRPG type games. There it is. That's the end of my review. I did it. There it is. Success. Uh, <laughs> 10 out of 10. Parker Deal. Fanatics4.com. <laughs> that's, a, I mean, all things considered, that's probably all the games that I'm playing right now. Um, Ashley's playing some randomly- Animal Crossing, and I haven't... I haven't shown back Yo, up. In Animal I Crossing forgot since. Animal Crossing existed. Did <laughs> I tell you about my uh, random high turnip price? No. Um, so I don't know what week this happened because this is all one mm. long. Day. Maybe you did. Where Bob is on stream? Yes, that. Okay. One. okay. Yeah, yeah. You okay, mentioned that cool. last podcast. All right. Cool. There we go. <laughs> you know, it all bleeds together at this point. I know it does. But yeah, so. other than that, haven't played Animal Crossing. Yep. At all. And yeah. I, it's partially because I like feel bad, but also because like, I'm still like overwhelmed by the stuff that I want to do and the amount of effort it will take. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of the opposite where I feel like there's like little thing, little projects that I probably would like to do. So I could probably pop in one day, spend a significant amount of time and be like that section there. That's kind of ugly. That doesn't have anything going on going to turn it into this and this section over there going to turn into that but besides that i feel like most of the map is like the way that i want it anyway roughly i need to so make i'm kind of like i need to industrialize dude i need to make my whole freaking mm-hmm. central part of my map oh, a city, yeah. and that's too much <laughs> that is yeah it's a big ashley did um she's like she's been saying that she's kind of getting bored with it but like wants to like we'll turn on her switch and be like i want to play it but again, it's kind of getting bored. And I told her, A, that's okay. Um, B. Yeah, it's like uh, at this point, she has like, what, 150 plus hours in this game? Like 250. There, yeah. Well, there you go. So, <laughs> you, you got your worth. <laughs> yeah. It is funny because like, she, there's a lot of things that she, like she hasn't done very much terraforming at all, but like, she just doesn't really care about that. But then there's other things that she'll do. Like, uh, Raymond is, who's like one of the most like people He's are like trading cat man. Yeah. And like, people are like really trying to get Raymond on their Island. Um, he asked her if he could leave at some point and she's like, I really like Raymond, but I'm bored. So yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> just so she could get somebody new. Um, so there it is. 
Rib, dude. That's Animal Crossing. But you know what? We don't have to be looking backwards at all these games. We can be looking forwards at Paper Mario mm-hmm. coming out July 17th on the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, sure is, dude. Yeah, man. We got a lot more information today randomly. Uh, I It's funny because like, it was kind of when I first woke up or first like, got online or something, this trailer had gone up. But I didn't see how recently it had gone up. And I was like, why isn't anybody talking about this? But it's gone up like it just, three minutes before yeah, that. Exactly. And I was like, oh, okay, that's why. <laughs> People are still currently watching it. <laughs> exactly. So, um, I mean, we won't go... Th- I don't think it's worth it to go through like all the individual details. Yeah. There's other places that do that better anyway. But like, I don't know, just your thoughts. Now, excuse me, I just drank some fizzy water. Um, having seen the most recent stuff, your excitement level has it changed? Uh, nah, I'm still down. Um, I I am kind of like meh on like they kind of went on the like the complete opposite end of like what I would have wanted them to do it with how the um you know the characters in this game because like mm. the idea that I had was like using more like Mario characters in a different way, um, mm. and they just kind of like campaigns just like. I'm a Baba, you know, yeah. I'm a toad, you know, like this. Is, and so it's like, it doesn't have the, the, the charm of like the other games where it's like, this is a female Goomba. You've literally never seen this before. Mm-hmm. Or like this chubby ghost lady, you know, like, or, uh-huh. or like, you know, like even the like more uh, variations that they've had on more straightforward Mario characters, like Koopa Troopas or whatever, yeah. right? Like where he's just wearing street clothes, you know, like that sort of thing. Um, a bob bomb without a fuse is like, eh, all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his name is Bobby. So like, that's a, that's a something. Mm-hmm. No, but I, I feel, yeah, it's, it, I wonder what their logic is. My, my only guess as to what the logic is, is like to introduce people like, you know, I don't know, kids or whatever to these characters but at the same time Tony like, Stark and Spider-Man Homecoming that's what it is yeah, it's right. you know Mario games you don't know Paper Mario though so we'll make Paper Mario more mm-hmm. like a Mario game yeah uh, at least in like like not aesthetics but like the characters and the story mm-hmm. and the lore and all that. It, but it is a shame though because like um I, at this point I just always use my godson as a reference but like he's seven now and last year he played Super Paper or Super Mario RPG with his dad mm. um, for the first time. And like he was, I mean, he's obsessed with Mario in general, but like, you know, studied up on all these characters, Mallow and Gino and all that kind of stuff. And they're one-off characters that aren't in anything else. And it's not like he, even as a six-year-old, them being something that's not in the rest of the universe. It's not like it detracts for him. I feel like it's additive. Yeah. So if, if that is their thought, that kind of a thing where it's like, you know, we don't want to confuse people too much by adding in too many new players or whatever. Like, I don't think that's really a thing, mm. you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, but I, I mean, mean I don't know. I don't, I yeah. don't, I don't understand that part of it, but um, I do, from what we've seen, it does mm-hmm. still look like it has like the Paper Mario charm, you know, mm-hmm. like the characters are still going to be like interesting, but it's just kind of disappointing that they're not like more almost just aesthetically interesting. <laughs> like that's right. really the long and short of it is because, okay, dude, you're just a bob <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he'll, it seems like you'll have personality. Like you said, yeah. I mean, that goes within the writing and all that kind of stuff, right. but, but yeah, from face value, it's, 
he could be staying next to pretty much any other Bob bomb. And I guess the fuse thing is the only difference sounds mm. like. Yeah. So, I mean, the professor toad, he's a something. Yeah. And he's we are like getting, a captain toad sort of deal. Right. So. Um, we do have, I guess, Ollie and, yeah. um, Olivia, and, Olivia. Yeah. So that's yeah. like, that's some new characters. That's nice. Yeah. I don't know if even the color splash or whatever, had even that many no. new characters. Uh-uh. No, not really. It's pretty sad. So it looks cool. I'm pretty excited about it. Watching the trailer, I was like, I'm down. People have mentioned the fact that, well, Duncan, I was talking to him because um, he made a video about it uh, yeah. like a month or so ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so I was like, yeah, so Duncan, is this looking like now the Paper Mario game that, that you would want? And he was like, for the most part, yeah, it seems like there's no experience and level up system kind of thing from what we've seen, which I hadn't picked up on, but other people definitely did as well. And that seems to be the case. Um, but I don't, I think the question is just from the things I've heard about color splash and all that is, does that, does it matter in the sense that is it going to be worth fighting enemies at all? Because that is kind yeah. of annoying when it's like, they're checking a bunch of enemies at you, but you, I literally don't get anything out of these enemy encounters that I wouldn't get by just not having them. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I would assume that it would probably be through like drops and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, more action gamey, less RPG yep. in that regard. Um, but I do see a lot of people kind of complaining about like, not, not necessarily the, uh, the XP side of it, but mm-hmm. just the fact that the, the battle system isn't exactly like the old games. Are. Uh-huh. And I don't know, you know, like, cause I, I, I get why Nintendo will want to do that. Like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't make sense for them, for what their goals are to just rehash what they did before, especially since mm-hmm. they, made the decision to move past it in the past so like they're kind of throwing everybody a bone but they're like hey we still want to like innovate on this in some way within Mm -hmm. this franchise yep um and i think that i mean they went about it in a a smart way in my opinion yeah um i I think think the battle system looks cool yeah same um and that's probably the the thing that sustained my hype overall because like if the if the battle system was meh then I'd probably be like, yeah, I don't really care. Yeah. But, and we saw like boss battles and stuff. And those look interesting too. Like it's another twist on top. Cause I yeah. can imagine. And that was another thing that people were like complaining about kind of on the same note as what I said about mm-hmm. like the, the, the supporting characters and stuff like that, where it's like, it's just a stapler or whatever. Right. I yeah. think that makes sense in this world. <laughs> you know, like, so I was, I mean, I'm fine with it. It would probably be like better if they were like controlled by some like freaking mm-hmm. other like distinct character wizard origami person. Right. But I mean, just I do think up. they look, it, it does look kind of silly because like you always probably want some kind of um, personification of something yeah. or that's, um, What's the am whatever doesn't matter. There's a word that's more Animal, fancy than that. Anamorphic, but they're not animals. Um, you know. In any case, um, so it is weird just seeing like a bunch of crayons and be like, those crayons are bad because like mm-hmm. you know they don't necessarily seem bad, but at the same time, it's at least more different than Koopa Kids or something yeah. like that. You know, so that's nice. Giant um, baby Bowser. <laughs> and mm-hmm. their powers seem to obviously reflect that, which is cool. Um, what was I going to say? The, I think just in general, yeah, the, the boss fights having different mechanics are cool, partly because I wonder if the, the regular enemy encounters that we get were just like, if you stumble on a Goomba and it's like, you know, 12 Goombas or whatever on the rings, I wonder if there's preset patterns 
that those would end up being like, like, yeah, if it's, if like it's seven Goombas, different like patterns. Goombas are always going to be on the, like two and seven. Right. And, you know, like yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. And if so, that could get pretty tough. Or at some point you could figure out the, like, okay, this is the optimal the, kind of way to go. The green it. iteration yes. of the colored chart. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Hard to say with that. I know there's been some games where that's a pain. It's or not a pain, but it's like kind of boring where it's like, well, I know how to deal with this. But there's other games where it's like that's rewarding because you feel like you've learned the, you know, the optimal. I learned thing. the language. Yeah. So I don't know. It could go either way with that. I mean, that's honestly that's something even with Xenoblade right now, like I have when I start a battle, I pretty much do the same couple arts in a row every time just to like I know it's a good, you know, one, two, three punch kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So can be rewarding we'll see that is it but yeah that's i mean that's pretty much my thoughts on paper mario i'm excited about it it's a little over a month away which is still crazy it still makes no sense but (laughs) hey whatever it's true um but more than a month away is gods and monsters which got leaked yeah on um well, also a side note apparently ubisoft said they were going to be up to giving a different name to that at some point Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be interesting. I don't know what that'll be, but I'm trying to find where it says that in this article. I don't think it says in this article. I saw it somewhere else, but they mentioned that they were going to be giving it a different name somewhere. So we'll see that. I do wonder if it's going to be a very different name. That feels like that kind of hurts the branding some. It's going to be Monsters and Gods. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and if it's like Gods and Monsters, Fates Unite or whatever. Nah, that's the sequel, dude. Oh, I should have known. I'm so dumb. Who you can't thought? do a subtitle in the first game ever. That's why um, the first soccer game is soccer. And the first tennis game is tennis. How how dumb of me to have assumed. Don't but yeah, we saw game. some some leaked game footage um, that was on Stadia for a little while. I don't know how exactly this happened, but it did, so... There it is. I saw somebody post about this, and it was well, a couple of people post about about this. Mm-hmm. But somebody was like, "How does this happen if Stadia's all run on servers?" I'm like, "That makes it even more likely." Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, so yeah, eh, stuff. Yeah, because that's. I mean, the it makes it harder for somebody to data mine something that just isn't there. But if something gets dropped onto the server, then it's just gonna be there or right. whatever. Exactly. So, um. Yeah, I don't know. I looked at the, here. I'll. It looks like I tried to screen share, but it wasn't letting me screen share. Rip, it said host disabled attendee screen sharing. So what? you know what? Oh Way my to go, goodness. age. Ugh, security. It's okay. Uh, it doesn't matter that much. Unmute themselves. Chat. Screen share screen. There it is. There you <laughs> go. Look at that. Beautiful. For the record, okay. I didn't disable anything. I had no. to apparently enable it because Zoom is dumb. <laughs> Zoom is dumb. So here's um, the you know probably terrible looking footage from uh, Twitter stuff. There All it right. is. Whoa! Hey, oh. what's going on there? That's not Oof. what I wanted. Oof. Oh, whatever. You can see it in a little bit. Um, we'll talk about it as going. But yeah, it looks like. Looks like Breath of the Wild. Very Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it just <laughs> looks like straight up Breath of the Wild. If they made a Kid Icarus Breath of the Wild game, uh, this would be it. Uh huh. It is like him. The combat itself does does seem more um, cartoon esque 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. in the way that he moves and stuff, like more of a, uh, I don't know. It's like a devil may cry sort of, I mean, that's not cartoony, but yeah. it is. there was that clip. You can check it. I also retweeted it. Um, so you can check that, but I'm excited about it. It'll happen when it happens. But yeah, I'm down for Breath of the Wild two before Breath of the Wild two comes out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, but before that came out, uh, some Sega, Sega Game Gear came out. This is from last week, actually, but we didn't talk last week, and so I wanted to bring it up because why not? Hey, this is so stupid. These so, okay, very funny. So this is another Wolf Den Live thing. I was yeah. on Wolf Den Live, and you know they're freaking. They were unfortunate enough to be Sega kids. Um, so they have an affinity for the game gear. Uh-huh. And I was like, why does this exist at all? Especially in the capacity mm-hmm. that it does, where yeah. getting all of them costs $250. $250? $250. More than a Nintendo Switch Lite <laughs> to get all of these stupid little freaking. <laughs> they are so tiny. Also, there's so it's such a stupid, it's so dumb. <laughs> and I was like, the first thing wasn't even successful. Why charge $250 for the thing that celebrates it? You know, like yeah. that doesn't make any, it's dumb. It's, it's dumb. I wonder how well their, um, the Sega Genesis mini did the most recent one. See the Sega Genesis mini made sense though, right? because the Sega oh, yeah, for sure. was successful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and also because it was a good, um, like, good offer just in general, you know, as far as like you get 41 games or whatever for $80. And now you get what four games for For, 50 bucks. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's a quite a thing. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they come out here at all. It definitely seems like it's something for collectors and maybe just won't even, you know, maybe they won't make that many of them. I think if they do it here, the only chance they have of it being successful is if, all of the colors have every game. Yeah, right. So it's not a like collect them all sort of thing. It's like uh-huh. get whichever one you want and you'll be able to experience all the games. And it needs to be that $50 or cheaper because mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody here, except for the people that are unfortunate enough to grow up as super <laughs> Sega fans and had a Game Gear. And this is the thing. I had a Game Gear. Mm-hmm. It was not good. Uh, it freaking takes six batteries. The games are mad. The, I mean, apparently... I, I can't corroborate games. this information, but apparently the um, the battery life of it. So it takes two AA batteries, I think, and the battery life of it is this is three hours because That's they wanted it to dumb. be it's uh, quote unquote. Stupid. They wanted it to be the same as the original. This I don't know if that was just something game. said, <laughs> but it does seem game. like I mean it feels closer to a limited run games sort of thing. Like maybe they just aren't making that many, so that's why they're making them so expensive. Is because they're like. You know, or like collector's editions sort of things. Because, like, otherwise, that doesn't make any sense. If they're selling a lot of mass things, market yeah, product at all. The only thing it makes sense as is a collector's item for yeah. people as novelty, you know. Because right. um, people pay for novelty. People pay, pay for nostalgia. But, um, yeah, yeah. It's true. But, so here's the question. Um, it, does this, well, this doesn't impact it at all. But Game Boy Classic, what would that be like by comparison? What would... I don't know. I We've talked it about would, it before. Too, I, think it so would like, be a, I think it would be a bad move to make a Game Boy Classic a Game Boy Mini. 
<laughs> like, I think making that form factor smaller is not a good idea. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I typed in mini in the notes, but I should have just said classic because no, I think it would have to be. Yeah, I know. Of- I, I, I wasn't even referencing okay, the notes. Cool. I was just saying that the fact that they, with the game gear, made it smaller is yeah. not a good idea. I think um, a Game Boy Classic would have to be the size of a Game Boy Color is probably yeah. like the optimal. And even then, like there's a bevel on a Game Boy Color. They could increase that if they wanted to because it wouldn't mm-hmm. be hard to do so. But right. it would have to be that. It would, yeah, it would definitely have to be bigger. And the, the thing about it is I think they would almost have to be like, um, it would have to be like Game Boy Color sort of things and then mm-hmm. like, like games that like support game boy color and mm-hmm. then have the option for a filter that's the regular mm-hmm. game like a green game like for what the classic line is where yeah. it's it's like partially novelty but they mm-hmm. want it to be functional you know like right. they want it to be games that people today want to play mm-hmm. not just like oh, i'll turn this on and it's neat it's green and crappy looking just like the original game boy like i don't know if they would want to do that uh-huh yeah. I mean, like the original, te- they would have to put in not the original Tetris. I mean, but like, a, am sure there's a Tetris DX for yeah. the Game Boy Color that was like same thing, but in color right. or whatever, where it's like, it's not the exact original one you remember, but it's the better version of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I really hope they do a game. That said, I think the ship, yeah, the, the, the ship has sailed on that. It's so very far. much seems My like best it. friend Reggie said, this, we said that we won't get it. And yep. we didn't get it. So what does he know? He's canceled anyway. You gotta, sure, so. you gotta, gotta listen to Reggie when Reggie speaks. Yeah. Uh huh. But speaking of classic games, uh, another one is coming to the modern day, and it's Alex Kidd in Miracle World another DX. Unfortunate Sega Kid uh, relic. <laughs> this one I just thought was interesting because it feels similar to me to um, Monster Boy. Like that, yeah, and the like way that kind of got revived. And Wonder Boy and yep. all the other Sega games that are get, like Panzer Dragoon and what. Yeah. And like, here's the thing. I, so I don't really care about Alex Kidd. I, I've played it on, um, I played a little bit of it once and I was like, this is just a much, much worse Mario that I don't care about. Um, I played it on one of those crappy uh like the you know like the standalone game things with the rca cables mm-hmm. yeah i played on one of those and it it existed yep. it wasn't yeah. like the worst thing in the world but it wasn't great either yeah that's i mean agreed uh, the thing is what i like about this though is that it's um the just that this way that we're getting old franchises coming back feels pretty good where like yeah. i mean same as spyro crash bandicoot or whatever where it's like we'll remake these in the most like as if they were made today but with the level design of the originals and that kind of thing and like wonder boy and um some of them obviously don't turn out the best like pan's dragon from what it seems like crash bandicoot you hate anyway so <laughs> but um but i don't know i feel like this is a good way to to do that where if they had done these remakes like 15, 20 years ago, I feel like they wouldn't have kind of gotten, I don't know. They, they would have been like, yeah, they wouldn't have got the same level of like success because back yeah. then it was like this whole thing of like, you know, like people were moving away from platformers. Like that was like, mm-hmm. that's how old games are like old games. It wasn't, these are classics. It's like, that's yeah. just old. <laughs> you know? like, uh-huh. So I, yeah, I don't know any, uh, are there any other old franchises that you'd like to have that same kind of like just new coat of paint to bring it back into the modern era and then uh, move forward from there? 
the ice climbers. <laughs> <laughs> that game sucks. Though. I was gonna say the original, but like I don't yeah, know if that's where that, ga- that game sucks. Make a good one. Yeah. Because, like, I, I just feel like it's a wet, like, every Nintendo IP that's represented in Smash Brothers, it's such a waste to not yeah. then parlay that, like, that into yeah. uh, a full on. I was wondering if you were going to do a video about that this week because, um, because that thing you retweeted. With- I had no idea what I was going to make a video about <laughs> until the day, like, the day before. And, like, I saw the. I should have sent that to you then. I mean, well, you retweeted it, but I should have suggested it. Um, but the thing where, Somebody said, like Nin- Nintendo said, obviously Xenoblade. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah better yeah, because yeah, yeah. Shulk. You probably thought I was gonna make a video because I was like, you don't say, and I wasn't <laughs> saying that as a thing of like, I'm talking about that. I was saying <laughs> like, duh, like yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So, but I figured that. I mean, so for next week, maybe who's to say? Or maybe I will. If I, I will if say. I'm in a similar situation where it's like I don't know what I want to talk about. <laughs> um, um, but but yeah, I mean, it feels like like you said, that's kind of a given that all those franchises should have actually maybe that's a good way to to do a video on that is just like all the i kind of did expect- a video like that a long time ago like a ra- like i think maybe right but it's before. a long time ago next week is that how that works i mean I, sure <laughs> but i did a video that was yep. similar to that where it's like hey these characters like have cachet now mm-hmm. make a a game for yep. them <laughs> um but yep. i guess i could do it again i don't know who knows? Who's to say? Surely not. So yeah, but there's that. Um, and then the last thing is from, we honestly haven't had very much Nintendo news this week outside of the Paper Mario stuff. Um, but last week we got Pokemon DLC announced for June 17th, which is next did. Wednesday, I think. Mm-hmm. Wednesday kind of seems like a random day. It does. But. And I was on with them live and we talked about this and they said <laughs> the same thing. And I was like, yeah, but like, this is the first time they did DLC. They don't have rules. <laughs> oh yeah, like, for sure. Whatever, dude. Yep. <laughs> They're like, I'm free that day. You know, our social <laughs> media team can work that day. Why not? <laughs> so what's your thoughts? Tell me. I'm down, uh, especially as you know, like how I play Pokemon. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like it's, especially the first part of this DLC is geared towards like the fan base that it's that this isn't a, like a make good, you know, like mm-hmm. it seems like it is with the like Pokemon that they're bringing back, but this isn't them trying to be like, Oh man, like we kind of missed the mark on how like the, the, the core, um, you know, like um, target of with this experiences. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's just more of that. It's like, uh, and that's, so on Wolf Den Live, <laughs> the conversation we had, somebody was asking about um, whether or not they should play Pokemon and blah, blah. And I was talking about how, which as usually happens, uh, I, was, I said one thing and then the whole narrative got shifted. But I was talking about how Pokemon is designed to be a tutorial for the end game, whether it right. be post-game content, um, playing with friends, playing competitively in tournaments, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. The game is designed to get you to a position where you can play the game at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, because everything it builds up to it like that. Like if they wanted to design, design it like an RPG, mm-hmm. the first gym, all, none of the gyms, maybe just the first gym would be like, this is all one type. And this mm-hmm. is how type advantage works. And right. then the rest of the gyms from there would mix in types and stuff. It doesn't 
progression doesn't happen like that in Pokemon. Yeah, right. Like the first gym is a mono type gym. Maybe uh, the the fourth gym is still going to be a mono type gym. Maybe they got one or two curveballs, but it's mm-hmm. still like still going to be a rock gym. You know, like that sort of thing. <laughs> and then the eighth gym is the same song and dance. If mm-hmm. their intent was for it to be like a, a Nino Cooney or whatever, like they would teach you mechanics in the beginning, they will ramp it up and ramp it up and ramp it up mm-hmm. and make it harder. But Pokemon never really ramps up yeah. until the very end. <laughs> yeah. Um, and even the Elite Four is still same song and dance. It's like mm-hmm. monotype. Yep. The champion is the only time that there's really curveballs there. Um, and that's where I went left. They're like, this it's not a multiplayer game. You're saying it's a multiplayer game because you like multiplayer. And like, no, I don't like, I mean, we talk about it. I don't play Pokemon (laughs) sword and shield. It's like, I got, I beat the game. I got all the Pokemon in my Pokedex. I battle people every once in a while, but Mm -hmm. I'm not spending the time that I spend playing smash brothers, playing Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And that's not like, that's not to say that I don't like battling and stuff like that. But my only point with saying that is like, that's what they want you to do. It's Mm -hmm. not what you need to do, but it's very clear that it's what they want you to do. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what this DLC is, is them being like, hey, man, this game's designed to get you to battle with your friends. Here's more stuff to battle with and against your friends. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because so because the only I mean, Jim's type thing in here is the one with um, the new Pokemon, the um, Cub Fu. Kubfu. Turning up Kubfu in there. And yeah, so that one you're just using Kubfu. So like the fact that you have level 100 Pokemon or whatever already doesn't impact Digit, that yeah, at all. it doesn't matter. Yeah, I wonder how that matters for... I mean, I guess in general that doesn't matter for the rest of the wild area because mm-hmm. that, I mean, the whole thing is the wild area because that's already how, if you're going through right now the wild area in base games still trying to catch more Pokemon, the same would be true for this. Right, like they yeah. already kind of level them up and the, mm-hmm. like as soon as you beat the uh the elite four or whatever or the champions cup mm-hmm. uh everything gets leveled up it's like all right now everything in the wild area is at least level 60 <laughs> like that <laughs> yeah. so i mean maybe they might do another uh level boost for the new yeah. areas where everything's level 80 or whatever but mm-hmm. i still think for most people level 60 is fine like yeah a lot of people that are going to be trying to play this are, do not have like more than maybe half their team level a hundred. Right. Yeah, for sure. Let alone all their Pokemon or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's interesting to think about cause I wonder like just thinking about it, even though it's a bigger area, obviously the purpose of Pokemon isn't exploration, you know, like that's not like you're going into this new wild area. Some of that a little bit, just being yeah. like, Oh, that's cool. You know, um, and like training or battling new trainers and stuff like that. But obviously, yeah, it's not trying to really buck any of the trends that it's already. It's created. not trying it's to just... be like an RPG, right. like the, the, the RPG side of Pokemon is more a means to an end. It's not mm-hmm. like they're not trying to be game of the year beating out dragon quest or whatever. Right. Like they're just yeah. using the medium to, to, as their, as their canvas, you know? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. The, I mean, cause if, if anything's trying to be like a single player focus by itself, it's the catching all the Pokemon mm-hmm. as opposed to going through the story or whatever. Cause I mean, yeah, we've talked about before, like that's how I always play the game is just single player go through the story, right. but it does end up feeling for the most part, pretty shallow of an experience that way. Like not, not a bad experience, but just like not super deep. Yeah. Um, and that, and the, I mean, that was more or less the, what my point is. It's yeah. just that like, it's there and you can do it, 
Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that that's what they want you to do. Like right. you might feel satisfied playing a game like that, and that's mm-hmm. great. But that was it, it, it's by happenstance. It wasn't mm-hmm. something that they very intentionally were like. Some people are not going to want to touch battling, so we better make <laughs> everything else fun, you know. And that's uh-huh. the problem is that yeah. they don't think like that. Is that they're not saying like you know some people really love the campaign, so we better make the campaign really good. Mm-hmm. If the campaign's good, it's because they just felt like it yeah. that bad time. I mean, that's why like in the marketing they'll talk about like here's this new Pokemon and this is its ability and these yeah. are its whatever. Like right. those are the things for you to know. Like okay, this is how I can defeat other pokemon with this pokemon instead of it being like i don't know these are just the pokemon they didn't that have in the world like, like wow so interesting <laughs> you know? go into the game knowing more than what the what the first town was called mm-hmm. we knew maybe what one town is called mm-hmm. if the focus is the narrative and the exploration in the world and stuff like that that would have been the trailers it would yeah. have been the uh freaking um i can't even think of <laughs> Pokemon town names in this game, but it would have been like a Pallet Town trailer, you know? Uh-huh. Like it, it wouldn't be uh, a trailer about like, oh, this is the Urshifu trailer or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So it, it, it's just like very clear in the marketing that that's what they want you yep. to focus on. When they show you something, here's a new tool for competitive. When they mm-hmm. announce a Pokemon, it's a tool, <laughs> you know? Like it's not, a, it, it, they don't really market it as like your friend, like right. anime or anything. Yeah. Like. Which, yeah, that's, that's interesting. I, I do wonder how this uh, DLC will end up getting reviewed and like what people say, because I think people ha- come to the game with different expectations all across the board of what right. that is, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, I think they, you know, they try their best to cater. You made a video about this last week, but mm-hmm they try their best to cater to each one of those audiences within one game, but obviously just can't make it like the perfect experience for each of those. So, I mean, cause otherwise if they made it like the best possible single player experience and it takes forever to get to the battling stuff, then like people who want to just do the competitive stuff and don't care about an RPG in and of itself would be like, okay, what? Like, I don't care. <laughs> like just rushing through it anyway. Yeah. So Yeah. I'll be curious to see how it reviews to be perfectly honest. Yeah. I think it's going to depend on the outlet and like how they divvy it up. If if it's, they're all take that like IGN esque approach where it's Mm -hmm. like, we want only the biggest Pokemon fan to review Mm -hmm. this or whatever. Right. I think they'll review it well. Um, But I think that the, you know, the U S gamers are even more casual, like the, the forms Mm -hmm. of, the world like they're yeah. more likely to be like uh, you know this this wasn't like the breath of the wild dlc or whatever right like yeah was it more well even breath of the wild's a bad example like this isn't yeah, the horizon right. zero dawn expansion <laughs> or whatever right uh-huh. so yeah i mean this being nintendo's or not nintendo's pokemon's first foray into actual dlc will be interesting to see how they approach it and stuff like that as well um yeah. also side note because i keep forgetting um uh, if so, Slowbro is the Galarian form, or Slowpoke Slowbro is the Galarian form for this first expansion, at least. If Lapras isn't the Galarian form for the next one, I revolt. Like, they're not going to do it. It's too late. They're not going to do it because we already oh, have Lapras. Yeah, yeah like Lapras already have- is already there. <laughs> or Galarian evolution, maybe that. But yeah, I mean, I don't even mm. know if they would do that because we got the um, there's the freaking Gigantamax mm. form. Yeah. And oh, I wait, what does the Gigantamax like, form look like? I guess I never noticed that. It's a Lapras with like rings of light around it and a bigger shell. And he's a, he's a big boy. Uh-huh. And or Oh, girl. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe Gigantamax Lapras is doing the Nessie thing on its own. Yeah. Okay. I accept. I'll allow it. 
Yes, it's too late. They already they missed the boat on that. They did. Um, Should have been good. They always freaking mess up, dude. They there still needs to be a, <laughs> a, a new form of Flygon because Flygon mm-hmm. sucks. Like, why would you ever use Flygon? You're gonna get wrecked, dude. Like Flygon. The grounded dude, flying is that right? No, he's grounded dragon. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's just going to get wrecked, and also he doesn't really learn that many good attacks. But he looks cool. So like that's a, cool. that's a that's a waste. He's looking cool. <laughs> <laughs> yep and there it is that's it's what we want to do any last thoughts on that three. <laughs> uh, um, flareon. but yeah no um i'm down i'll play it um it's pokemon yeah that's cool it is cool there it is uh nice. all right well that's it from the news man is there anything else news wise that caught your eye the past two weeks talk about what well, do we want to do videos first yeah. Or do we want to do the PlayStation thing first? Uh, let's do videos first. Okay, let's do yeah. videos first. So here we go. Here's, uh, hey, you guys, we make some videos. You guys comment on those videos. And then some of those comments, we're like, wow, that's some good points. Let's talk about it. Because um, that's, that's the thing <laughs> that we say. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so here we go. I made a video on Tuesday. Um, ideas for the next Zelda game. Indeed. And people made some good comments. So here we go. This is the long one first. Let's get to it. Uh, mm-hmm. Hadex Morrow, I probably said your name wrong. Thanks for commenting anyway. Says the following. Finally, when I heard Breath of the Wild 2 needs, or what Breath of the Wild 2 needs to fix, I was so afraid of, okay, here we go again with someone saying they need to remove weapon breaking. But you shared the exact same opinion I did. Repairing and crafting. Crafting can even be a rune for the Sheikah Slate if you get... Um, you get 25% into the game where you select a number of items on the ground to combine them, sort of like a cooking pot, selecting a shield, flint, wood, and sticks, and you got yourself a cooking pot. Okay, let's talk about this. Yeah, I think we'll just go one thing at a time. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so that crafting could be... Uh, oh, okay, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, um, I, I was misunderstanding. Like, you could... But that crafting would be one of the Sheikah Slate things. Um, yeah, man. I yeah. I think that uh, weapons breaking is a good mechanic. I think that mm-hmm. most of the pushback is because people want it to be like old Zelda, where mm-hmm. you get, you get your sword and that's your yeah. sword. I mean, there's like one sword that can break in like freaking Majora's Mask or something like that. I don't uh-huh. know. Um, but other than that, like your sword is your sword. Yeah. Um, but in this game, they want you to push you to, they, they want to push you to use other things mm-hmm. and to be resourceful. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not about like having like this set combat system in the sense where it's like, all right, X is slashing my sword and my sword, uh, slashes in this way. And that's what mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with. And that's what I feel like a lot of people complain about. Uh, it's, it's less about the fact that the weapon breaks, but it's more about them not being comfortable with their other options, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, I don't like using the X. I just want to mm-hmm. use the sword, you know, like that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and I just think that that's trying to make the game into something that it doesn't want to be like, it's very clear that like their intention was to make breath of the wild more of like a survival kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, not like this thing where you always feel like you're in control of the situation. Yep. So making it so that you can have your weapon and your weapon stays the way that it is goes against that intent. And that's just bad design to, to allow you to do that, to break mm-hmm. the game as they intended you to play it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, like I, the way that I play it, 
also is like if i don't want to use my weapon at this time or the first or not the first time but an early time that i ran into a hinox or hinox or whatever i um it was one i don't know by the coast somewhere and there was a big hole on a cave it was like at the bottom inside of this cave and on the top of that cave there was a hole and i could just drop bombs down onto it yeah. and i spent like it was early on in the game. So like, I really just didn't have a lot of stuff to kill. And I was like, I'm probably going to die. So I just <laughs> dropped bombs on it for like probably 10 solid minutes, got stuff from it that, you know, like was better weapons than I had or whatever. And that was like, just felt really resourceful and fun. But like having to have those moments of figuring out what to do instead. And I think that's why people didn't, um, in the, the DLC, the, the second DLC where that one where you only had, um, you had to like stealth around and you only had a quarter of a heart and you couldn't be hit. Oh, like that um, one hit KO with the one hit KO weapon. Yeah, exactly. I think, I mean, people didn't like that because they were used to a certain style. I loved it because I was used to like being, you know, stealth archer, whatever style. So it worked out great for me. Cause I had a bunch of good bows and you could still use your bows, but, um, I don't know. Yeah. In general, I think I, the weapon breaking was good, but it would be nice to have some, if it a was like a bit. loop, if it was like, yes. a, it, it didn't, it wasn't a hard stop. It was like, okay, my weapon broke, but can I then either mm -hmm. restore this weapon or even use that broken weapon to make a better one? Totally. Yeah. And so, yeah, or even also, you know, seeing like it's about to break right now, we already have a way to see that it's about to break, but then you can't do anything about it. Yeah. But then like being able to fix it at that point. And, and but that, it, like in that scenario is because like the final hit is like stronger. Yeah. So, like, yeah which like, is it, like, like, it has purpose is just, it does. Like, okay, it's about to break. Let me use this for when I want to get the final, but it would be, I think like it would be, you know, good game design or whatever too to have to double down on that. Of to, why, why the meters there is like, and okay, like maybe, you know, like it, ends up using up more resources to fix a weapon than to get a new one. But if it's yeah. a weapon that you really want that weapon, then fixing it up with those extra resources is worth it. Like mm -hmm. not even that it's worth just like some, you know, here, but like it's yeah. In general, like that would just be cool to, right. you know, have that kind of thing. So, but yeah, I love the idea of crafting some stuff and that being a Sheikah Slate thing. So yes, continuing with your comment, hot X, here we go. Uh, I also think they need to change the rune formula. Making it all four runes at the start of the game was just a bad choice. Each one should have been locked behind a quest that you needed to complete for each divine beast. This quest would be given by the chief of the village and you couldn't get to the beast before grabbing it. Or they could have made you obtain it directly in the divine beast dungeon itself. You know, like a normal Zelda dungeon. Go in, get gear to complete the dungeon, go out with the newly acquired gear. I really, really hope they space the runes out, the new runes out. I have thoughts I on this. I disagree with this. I think that the way that they started you with all the tools that you need to beat the game mm -hmm. was a really interesting take on the Zelda formula. The mm -hmm. whole idea of this game is to be a Zelda game, but not, you know, mm -hmm. where it was like, they don't want to do the same song, different dance situation, you know? Yeah. Um, so for them to like make runes, just the thing of like, oh man, like, what do I do in this dungeon? Oh, it's a, th there's like glowy eyeballs. I guess I got to <laughs> shoot glowy eyeballs with something. I want to get a slingshot, you know, like that uh -huh. sort of thing. Like that makes Zelda so stale and predictable and boring IMO. Um, so for them to like, go back to that i feel like is going backwards you yeah know, like it, it feels like more of like a comfort thing than than anything else i think that runes um 
if anything i would if they were if they were to like add more runes maybe keep the, like and spread those out later mm-hmm. and then still well, here let me so that they're not like essential in any way i don't think that it it, it helps the yeah the um idea of breath of the wild about making them something that you need mm-hmm. rather like a tool in your toolkit to yeah. be able to say i want to solve this problem how will i solve this problem and yeah. then you have different options to do that so i'm gonna skip over to a different comment and then come back to it because i think this other one answers it actually really well um and it, well I'll, I'll say some more things in a second um but this comment's from chef boy rp and then we'll come mm-hmm. back to Hadex, the rest of Hadex comment. But Chef Boy RP says, do you remember how you upgrade your runes in Hateno Village? I think to add dungeons, they need to add the upgraded runes in these dungeons, but the upgrades have to be bigger though. For example, Magnesis can turn into a sort of hookshot magnet power once you find it in the dungeon and the dungeon will surround that mechanic. So I think with like, that would be a good middle ground of how to do it where like, the yeah, the only you're still doing that you're still you're still like well here's hear me out you ready for these words mm-hmm, here yes. they go um yeah i think the it's kind of the game that this reminded me of is actually the it'll do two that i played recently where the overworld um is y- you can do beat any of the dungeons that are in the overworld with just your base mechanics and you don't have to learn any of them so you can do the dungeons in any order but then within dungeons you have to use the things that you learned in that dungeon so like it feels gimmicky within the dungeon to show you like here's all the different ways you can use it but then like you know you you still have to use it within that dungeon but then in the rest of the world it's just part of your toolkit um but it still starts you out with a lot more stuff so like i think that segment in it like that in a game like this would make dungeons feel like tutorials mm-hmm. and that kind of, I kind of feel like they are though in the they tradition. Are, People yeah, want, they are. Yeah. And that's the thing that I don't think <laughs> is good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, like I think that that makes the level design of Zelda feel less like, I don't know, like masterful in a way, like mm-hmm. kind of feels like baby's first game design in a sense um, yeah. where like originally when they did it, it was really smart because nobody did it like that, right? Before, right? Like that, that whole like way of teaching the player how to play the game by having them play the game. Uh, but now it's like, it's kind of like um, how people talk about like Deadpool, right? Like the first time mm-hmm. that you, they were doing all this subversive stuff, you right. just doing that again is now subversive. You, you became the joke that you were making right, because yeah. you're a formula now. So mm-hmm. like them making it a formula, this thing that was supposed to be like, it's so innovative and this is smart design and stuff like that. Just doing that exact same thing again, Mm -hmm. just dilutes it every time you do it. So for them to like go back to this old way of thinking where it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, the only way that uh, a player can beat this game is if we funnel them in, you know, like the only way that a boss can be interesting, a puzzle can be interesting is if we tell them exactly what tool they need to use, whether it be in a limited capacity or not, I, I just think that that takes away from what the game could be because like, even if there's shrines in breath of the wild that heavily like hint at you using a specific rune, you mm-hmm. don't have to use that rune. There's still right. ways to do it without that. And yeah. I think that taking that away in any way and any like part of the game is yeah. just dilute in that, that um, vision. I guess, I mean, I guess all things considered, I don't even necessarily care that the dungeons themselves use, the specific 
rune or power or whatever. But I think I like the idea of, of you getting new abilities from dungeons anyway, and that being one of the possible solutions or whatever. Yeah, I and like that. I think that if the ability, to, the ability that you get is ambiguous and it's not this thing that's yeah. like, this is the answer to the thing you're in. Yes, I, I, I definitely prefer that. I, yeah. I think I just like the idea of having just dungeons like something having to work for yeah yeah exactly and learning new things through dungeons i think that was mm. the fun part in the past and like there was still some of that in the divine beasts um but i mean i i had a number of issues with the divine beast that i've talked about on here before namely the theming that they just like kind of felt boring and that they just they felt compact which was like good or whatever that it's like you know this because they were built into a shape of a thing, they kind of had to fit that shape and use everything as best as they could. But like, it didn't feel like a big dungeon, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so that's a thing, but yeah, I mean, all things considered, I, I definitely agree that like the tools to beat the game, it's better to have them all at the beginning and just figure out all the cool, crazy ways they all interact with each other throughout the game. But, um, but it wouldn't be bad also to have some ways to upgrade them into cooler things later down the road as well. Yeah. You know, I, I, I like the idea of doing that. I just don't think that the game should require you to do that To Yeah. To, it shouldn't because at that point I think they become a gimmick and that. Yeah. Cause even the, I mean, that was like a good and bad part about the Ganon fight in breath of the wild was that it was like, it was, uh, there were some things where it's like, Oh, well it's definitely best to do this part this way. Mm -hmm. Um, like, you know, there's like, at this part, maybe try to parry lasers mm -hmm. or whatever. But right. also, if you don't do that, you'll you can still be fine. You don't have to mm -hmm. do it, you know. Right. Um, so that was that's pretty much the best thing about the whole game. <laughs> yeah, and I think that in moments like that, the best thing for them to do is to provide multiple options that are mm -hmm. the best thing to do because mm -hmm. it then doesn't feel like there is a best thing to do. Yeah. If at the same time where it's like maybe parry, it's like if you put a bomb here before he attacks you and you blow it up, you'll also get rewarded similarly, right? Mm -hmm. um, that sort of thing. Like give people multiple options mm -hmm. rather than like randomly giving them options that can be handled in this one specific way, but don't necessarily need to be. Yeah. So we'll, uh, let's come back to the comment now and uh, keep going. So continue on this comment. Uh, he says, lastly, we need a difficulty level where we can't, as in unable to, eat ingredients. You can only eat meals, but meals have a limited time before they spoil, where spoiled food hurts you rather than heals if you eat it, thus making the need to craft cooking pots feel more needed and well integrated and implemented. Potions, however, don't have a time limit, but you're limited for how many you can carry by how many empty bottles you have. Empty bottles can be acquired through certain side quests. Empty bottles are a huge part of Zelda and really should come make a comeback, especially for this game. How many of the side quests in Breath of the Wild just give you 100 rupees or something equally useless like that? Imagine if half of those actually gave you something useful like an empty bottle. Um, I think I disagree with this, but I agree with the idea of using difficulty to change how food works because i see what he's say, like it does make it easy but oh shoot i'm about to die let me eat a whole bunch of apples right uh -huh. um but i think that limiting that kind of breaks the immersion of the game you, you know um <laughs> i think that the way to kind of wall it off in a difficulty way would be to implement hunger if anything right mm -hmm, where it's right. like health w works more like it does in minecraft where um you get hungry and if you're too hungry then you'll like slowly lose health but mm -hmm. also when you're full you slowly regain your health yeah um i think that that would be a better way to solve that problem i think i mean like there's some mods for skyrim i know where they did that kind of thing 
Um, and I, <laughs> when Skyrim came out on the switch, it also came out on the P like a definitive edition or whatever came out on the PC Yeah, and Mitch got it. And he's like, I'm getting it on the PC so that I can use a bunch of mods. Cause that'll be fun. He really enjoyed Skyrim and he started playing through it and he was like, you know, this is just tedious. Like he did Ooh. that mod exactly where like you have to, you have a hunger meter and it's like very much a survival game. And he was like, it's just not really fun. Also Skyrim for maybe a third playthrough, maybe just isn't the, you know, yeah. maybe that's not the best kind of game to have to play a lot of times. Cause you get your fill of it. Yeah. I don't know. But, but if it's I like think, a difficulty thing, uh, I yeah. think that and like that part as part of the master mode or like in the master mode, you can choose like, do you want it to be this kind of way or this kind of way? And the food thing, I mean, honestly, if I remember, it's been a while since I've actually played it at this point, but um, I think the food just takes up part of your regular inventory and you have, a, you know, like seven screens of inventory space or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I get you could easily just have a food inventory space, like, you know, a, a backpack refrigerator that's just separate and smaller in and of itself. And that wouldn't feel artificial. It's just like, oh, I can only carry this much food. And that, mm -hmm. you know, makes sense. So, but yeah, I mean, I think the, I mean, the food spoiling also, I think uh, that, so he said, um, hold on, is it unable, he said that you're unable to eat the ingredients. I think that limiting the amount of food that you can oh, carry oh, makes oh, sense, gotcha. but limiting how often yeah. you can eat the food, I think feels arbitrary. That's why I think yeah. that if you yeah. limit how the eating the food works, mm -hmm. that would make more sense in the context of like a whole picture. Mm -hmm. Because like if it's based off of hunger, just eating food right before you're about to die wouldn't immediately solve the problem of you being about to die. You mm -hmm. still had to survive long enough for your health to replenish itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, think but I mean, there's something within that that would be really cool for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and then the last bit of his comment says, speaking of rupees, they really, really need to fix the economy. If I have 5,000 rupees at all times, then items should be in the 500 range, not the one to 10 range. It made it feel like everything in the game was free. And that just isn't fun. Not only that, the stuff they were selling just seemed useless. Arrows were nice, but where are, where are all the weapon shops? It feels like literally everything was food-based, which we already have too much of. So as it is. I don't know. I, I, I think that's another immersion thing. I think it would be weird for them to be like, hey, man, we know you got 5,000 rupees. <laughs> now our shop, if we're having inflation, dude, everything's 10 times the price. <laughs> it, it would be very strange. I mean, I think part of it was, if I remember, I feel like the Hateno village stuff with the, the dude where you buy like ancient armor and ancient weapons and stuff, probably the need for having a lot of money is more related to that at that point. Because like, yeah, the regular shops kind of feel like, pennies at that point, mm -hmm. but it still costs if you want an ancient, you know, sword or whatever, you, it, you know, something that only you can get from there. It's been a while since I played, so I don't remember what the things are, but, yeah. um, but that stuff was like 2000 rupees or something like that. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know of a good way to balance that. I, I remember feeling that way a little bit too, where it's like, well, I've got all this money. I don't know what I'm going to do with I think it. The, I but think the way to like, I also feel like that in every RPG I ever played, yeah, I never that, spend money. So like, man. Well, I, I think the, the <laughs> best way to like balance that, I guess is not by artificially increasing things that are essential, but giving you things that you want to spend money on that. Mm. Aren't. Yes. Um, right. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that that's the way to solve that. Yeah. Like, I mean, easily because you can you know you've got different um outfits or whatever and you upgrade all of those if you want to by going to the great fairies but i don't remember 
what all the colors of those are if you can change them a lot I feel oh like yeah you can change, like, oh you can I, dye them there's, yeah. yeah there's like that's right and it costs some dye, money. yeah but you can't dye like everything there's certain right things you can't dye yeah so but some version of that like where you know if your money could be spent towards those kinds of things like more cosmetic things that are just fun then that mm-hmm. could be a good way to do that but or even if it's it. not a cosmetic, like just something yeah. that would make your life easier one way or another that's not essential, but mm-hmm. it would make you want to do it. Like, I don't know, uh, a thing that, that like you could spend money and every time you kill a, a deer or whatever, it gives you more meat, you know, like that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Right, um, yeah. And then that costs like a lot of money to both like balance it out and not make it too easy to get as much food as you want, but mm-hmm. also the, the, keep it at a point where it's desirable. I want right. to buy that, you know, like that sort of thing. Yep. One thing I did have a thought while I was editing this video, um, was like, people always talk about how there's not that many enemy types in breath of the wild, which is true. Yeah, I, I said However, that. yeah, exactly. I mean, and I said it in the video too. Um, but then I realized as I was editing and watching footage, there are like, a ton of animal, just plain old animals that yeah. do have their own AI and stuff like that. So I think we don't really take that into consideration very often is all the different kinds of birds, the different, eh, the fish, maybe not so much, but like the deer, boar, the big boar things, foxes, and the way that they all interact um, with the world and stuff. So like, that's definitely something and that helps it feel more fleshed out as well. But that said, more enemy variety would also be nice for <laughs> the next game especially because yeah. it's so big and it's but. not like they use that <laughs> you know right like, bears are not like scary <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. like oh shoot i'm near a bear he's another enemy type or whatever it's i don't like, know well they bear. bears can kill you for sure early they can, in the game but it's not scary yeah is it like it's they, true. they they act way more like they attack when are when they are attacked. Yeah, right, exactly. And then otherwise they'll run away. I did I tamed a bear twice maybe in my original playthrough, and that was a very fun time. I've got I did it for, for the social media posts. Yep. Hundred uh, percent. Just like the deer and the freaking uh the demon horse. Yep. I did the same thing and I just had no social media presence then, so it didn't matter. <laughs> But uh, there yeah, you go. Man. That's that's but the end that's of that's uh, what Breath of the Wild Two is for. <laughs> uh, that's the end of Hadek's comment. And uh, great, honestly, great points. I think some of these things are things that it's important things that they should look at the way I that like they fix it exactly. I like everything that he said as far as like this is a problem. I disagree with some of the solutions that he uh, proposed, mm-hmm. but I agree with all the problems. Yeah, but that's how you know any kind of roundtable stuff works, anyways. Like somebody's like, "This is a solution." like okay well that might not work because of this and blah 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 mm-hmm. so but good stuff uh next comment this is from my friend tyler um i posted the video on facebook and i don't do that all that often but i did and he commented the following and i mm-hmm. enjoyed it he said uh i love the time travel idea i'd be very curious what this version of hyrule looked like prior to the destruction of it i also want more melee weapon variants i think it would be cool if some weapons came with their own specific special abilities especially and this is my favorite part of the comment especially the very underwhelming weapons received after defeating the divine beasts i also think a weapon armor well, I also think a weapon, armor, and accessory crafting system would be great with a crazy amount of monster parts you get that you just don't, just don't have a use for in the first game. Making it similar to the cooking system where you don't really know what you'll get, but random recipes exist in the world for you to find. I also think this would help customize play styles for individual taste. Yeah. yeah. 
I think, yeah, my, I mean, like I said, my favorite part of that was I'd forgotten how, yeah, underwhelming the Divine Beast weapons are, especially because, yeah. like, they're all pretty much set so that those weapons would be pretty strong if that were your first Divine Beast, mm-hmm. but not at all if they're your second, third, or fourth, because by that point, you just have better weapons. And, like, they look cool, and it's, like, cool to be like, oh, yeah, that's that bow that, you know, um, Revali had or whatever. But at the same time, it would be nice if they actually had something special about them, like different abilities or, I don't know. I mean, even if they had the whole um, Master Sword, like they ran out of energy but didn't break kind of thing because I just Mm -hmm. didn't use them because I was like, they look cool and I want to keep them. And I could buy them again, but buying them doesn't feel fun. Like it's more fun to kill an enemy and take their weapons than it is to go back and be like, I broke the weapon, can I buy a new one? Um, I don't think I've ever broke. I think those are the only weapons that like I saved and not mm-hmm. for like a thing of like, I'm going to save this cause I need a good weapon, but just right. because like, I mean, there's no real reason to want to use this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Especially once I got the master sword, I was like, all right, well, <laughs> you yeah. can put this in my house. <laughs> uh huh. And that's, I mean, honestly, more storage too would be cool in the house. Cause you can store three weapons um, up on the wall or whatever, but like, there are so many cool weapons that I would totally store more weapons just to be like, look at these cool weapons. Um, I did like the house stuff. Also, I don't know why we didn't have a house in Terrytown because we helped build that. Yeah. Side note. Also, more that's Terrytown not stuff. where Link lived, dude. <laughs> that's true. That's Link's house. That is Link's house. From so. 100 years ago when the Fire Nation attacked. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I really like, I, I like, oh, we should talk about that too. After the videos, not avatar Pokemon, but yes. What? (laughs) The, the anime on, on Netflix. Oh yeah. 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 Good point. Um, okay. So then that's that comment. I I'm with you. The crafting thing. I did. Like I said, I didn't go too much in depth on the crafting thing because I know other people have a decent amount and they make good points, you know? (laughs) So I, I agree. Um, I but agree. <laughs> there it is. That should have been your video. You should have been. You should have said like on in the beginning. Crafting. <laughs> I agree. And then you it. it'll be good. Was, yeah, that was just the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like you like did a, a, a forget like a fast scroll of like all the thumbnails of the videos that <laughs> crafting. Yep. Uh, um, and the last comment is from John Francis. What's up, John Francis? Said, gonna throw this out there. Is it possible that nostalgia fanboys are what's holding the series back from amazing things? 100%. Again, no attacks. Too stoned on painkillers to care. I had shoulder, shoulder surgery. But is it possible that the nostalgia holds you back from seeing slash wanting new things? 100%. I love the shrines, for instance. I knew that if I, that if I didn't have a lot of time in my first playthrough, I, that I could hit up a shrine for a short bit and still feel like I was progressing. A longer dungeon slash having no shrines would take that away. I don't know gonna sleep now having shoulder surgery had shoulder surgery yesterday and i'm hurting again absolutely love fanatics for and things you guys and thank you guys are amazing would be a dream to meet y'all like john francis but yeah one thousand percent yeah most of the things that people say where it's like i don't like shrines it always boils down to i don't like shrines because they're not dungeons Mm -hmm. and it's like okay they're not trying to be so like that's a a moot point at that point yep I think the only thing, yeah, because I really liked the shrines. It was a fun thing to stumble upon them. There were a couple that were a pain. There was one, 
It's the one inside a mountain on the Hebra yeah, mountain yeah, region yeah. or whatever. Um, I, Oh my goodness. I had the like beeper thing turned on to like try to find mm. it and was just scaling the entire mountain. Like just one bit at a time, trying to find it to figure out where it was beeping more and more. And then it turned out you have to go other places and <laughs> do a yeah. roll a snowball down and stuff. And it was like, Oh, that's dumb. Um, cause I was trying not to look up any of them, but I had, I don't remember if I looked up that one or if I just left and came back and was like, Oh, that was that one. But, I think it's just, it, it's like one of those things that's kind of like how people complain about like the uh, evolution requirements for stuff like Surfetched and mm-hmm. uh, freaking Reuniclus or whatever. Or uh-huh. no, Coffer Grigus's evolution. I don't remember what his name is. Reuniclus <laughs> is a different Pokemon. Uh, but yeah, like the thing of like, go under the stone thing. Like I think that they don't do that as like a video game objective. Mm-hmm. They do it as like this thing that like you just randomly do and you're like, Oh shoot, my Pokemon's evolving. Yeah. You know, like kind of like the anime, like they don't, in the anime, they're like, all right, got to get Pikachu to level yeah. 25, you know, like they're, they're not, doing <laughs> your Pokemon just evolves and you're like, Oh shoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think that that's kind of like what it is with the, with the shrines where it's like, you're just supposed to stumble on them. They're not supposed uh-huh. to be, like stuff you check off on a, on a list. Yep. But man, it was, yeah, that was, that was one, but all, I mean, that's to say the shrines in general, I just really liked. And I, some of them were really short. Some of them were super long. Um, like honestly, some of the longest shrines, I feel like were like a third of the length of an actual dungeon mm-hmm. more or less like, which is quite a bit. Um, yeah. so that said, like, yeah, I think they in general were great. The, the only thing that I think was missing from shrines was like I said, with the divine beast before the fact that they were all, the same like theme and feel aesthetic exactly was detracts a little bit by comparison to being like, this is the sand dungeon, which also gets to feel really generic after a while. So some kind of mixture would be nice, but um, yeah, I don't know. I hope they don't get rid of the shrine idea. And I I think that like, or come up with something new, you know, that's what the world is. Like the, the world of breath of the wild is like, all right, I'm in this region. This is yeah. a snow region. Yeah. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Like, and I guess that what they could do is put shrines, like shrines within that theme, them around the yes. region that they're in. Um, I'm down with that. But I think that making them homogenous to some point just makes sense. Like mm-hmm. it wouldn't make sense if like the freaking yep. game, like, all right, you, you, you're part of the interior design uh, <laughs> faction of my empire. You make dungeons like that. Yeah. You make dungeons like, it's like, nah, dude, it's yeah. all one guy. They all I have- mean, and that said, like, honestly, I guess I don't even really want the shrines to, like, I, I do like the fact that they were homogenous. I liked the shrine music. Like, it was, I was super down for it. Um, I think it's just, that's the, the only thing that dungeons have an upper hand on that the shrines don't. But again, yeah, it wouldn't have made a lot of sense for like, Oh, you're underground in this thing that people built. There's randomly snow in here and there's yeah. lava in here. Like they didn't build it well. Cause this stuff's just kind of creeping in. Like yeah. what's going on. So that was, I mean, that was a good thing about the um, DLC one back or whatever, where you did, that was fun going into those shrines where you had the test of strengths or whatever they were called. Mm. But Besides that, um, that was the one thing about shrines that I didn't like the freaking test of strength. Because like, yeah. because like, I feel like they could have did that 
and but like made them bosses like did mm-hmm. like mini boss situations even if it was like freaking like uh you know like guardianified mini bosses that already exist that would like, be yeah like they, sort of bio sort of robot yeah. dudes i mean kind of like the the ganons the blights were yeah. sort of that but ganon plus um Sheikah stuff right if they would did that and then like it was just a tweaked version of like uh-huh. a final you know like, uh-huh. sometimes he shoots a, a guardian laser beam at you, yeah. you know, like <laughs> so that would have been cool yeah because then it would have been a real test of strength it's like this is like a, a mini boss but like a, a higher level mini boss than that mm-hmm. it's like let's see if you understand how this enemy works and can mm-hmm. we throw a curveball at you and yep. you win Sorry. The, I mean, the the only thing too with that that made me think of is for the game in general. I the difficulty curve is a bit like isn't super well done yeah, in no, the sense at all, that at all that uh, it's so easy at the beginning. I mean, it's so hard yeah. at the beginning, but then so easy at the end. And which I is think like that, I, that's by design. It's yeah. like like the game, the story part of it is supposed to be like your experience it's not like a yeah. hands-on story of like link did this and blah blah, blah. it's like mm-hmm. you came here you were useless you got better mm-hmm. now you're stronger everything else is useless that's yep. the character arc right yeah um it doesn't play like a video game it plays like a narrative mm-hmm. um which is interesting but <laughs> for people that are expecting a video game it's like underwhelming yeah yeah i mean it's there's pros and cons to that because on the accessibility type side it's like the more you do, the more you'll be able to do, which is good right. because like there needs to be a way that like, if there's, you know, one of the test of strengths is a Lionel cross with the guardian or whatever. Like if you just can't level up to be able to beat him, then that, that sucks. I actually, I just had a fight in Xenoblade um, Chronicles that I saw somebody tweet. Uh, well, I guess it seems, or looks like the um, defensive Kramer fight is just as, crappy as it always has been or whatever chromar um and i was like i don't know what that's going to be but apparently that's in the area i'm coming up to and i came up to and it's like yeah this fight is just garbage like it was just huge difficulty spike for no reason it wasn't a mechanic that i didn't learn or something it was just like really hard so i just flipped it onto casual mode for literally that fight and flipped it back off because i was like i don't want to deal with this Mm. for too long um and it seems and like other people online said the same thing they were like yeah that seems like that's there for you to have to flip it to casual mode or something. I don't know. Max, I'll be curious your thoughts on that. It's just um, supposed to be like a persistent challenge, which just doesn't yeah. make a whole lot of sense. You know, yeah. like I think Breath of the Wild's approach makes more sense, but mm-hmm. in this regard, people don't want it to make sense. <laughs> you know, like yeah. they, 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 people want it to get harder as you go because you're getting better. But right. I mean, you can artificially do that by, not chipping in your, you know, stamina upgrades and health upgrades and stuff. But that does feel like that lessens some of the excitement of like, I got these, I earned these. Like instead I've just got 37 on your know, back order. <laughs> but I think they, it's, I don't know. They like the, the, the desires conflicting with what mm-hmm. the outcome is like the, yeah. the you want to feel rewarded and that's what the game does, but you yeah. don't feel rewarded by it rewarding you. Whereas yeah. like you beat Ganon so easily because you worked hard to make him suck, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, um, exactly. Or alternatively, if you want that challenge, just freaking run in there, dude. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's there. It's yep. just, you gotta want to do it. You know, like you can't like, I don't know, like, 
that's just how the game is designed. It, it wouldn't really serve their narrative well if uh, mm-hmm. the whole game, it would be like a, a you, you were dreaming the whole time or whatever, right? If the whole game, you're working towards this very established goal of if you do this, Ganon will be weakened enough for you to be able to beat him. Mm-hmm. If you then are able to do that just for the lols, and then like for whatever reason the game's like ah JK Ganon's not weakened, he's still hard as if he never you know did all yep. that stuff. It just would defeat that purpose. And yep. I, I don't know, man. I don't yep. know, man. I will say the yeah, I was like simultaneously re- thrilled with and disappointed by the reward of yeah having beat the four divine beasts. I, I don't know if everybody's finished the game. It sounds like um, maybe some people haven't. Come but, on, dude. We're yeah. knocking on the door of Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah. It's on you at this point. <laughs> I only say that because somebody, uh, I can't remember who it was, um, but somebody commented, they were like, I'm not, I haven't finished yet, so I'm going to come back later. So, but anyways, yeah, the fact that you beat the four divine beasts and it just makes Ganon weaker, I was simultaneously happy and not happy about that, which is a weird thing. Same as, and I tweeted about this and did a poll where all the blessing shrines, where it's like an overworld puzzle, and then if you beat the overworld puzzle, then you find the shrine, and that's the tricky part, and then you just go into the shrine. They're like, you did it, good job, hooray. Uh, I put out a poll asking if people were disappointed with that or like relieved by that. Um, and more people were relieved, but not by a significant margin. It was like I, was 60, that, I didn't see that poll. I would have voted on it and uh-huh. it would have yeah. been more in the favor of the relieved, <laughs> uh, because yeah. I don't know. I feel like I would have just been frustrated if the, the yeah. um, if the puzzle before, I mean, cause some of them are, are, are easy. Yeah. You know, like the initial puzzle is like the one where it's like all the freaking, uh, guardians are like trying to shoot at you or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like you get to the shrine and it's like, you know, like that one, I'm like, all right. Cause I, ju- I think I just like freaking stumbled through that and I landed in front of the shrine. I was like, oh, okay. Um, but whatever ones are hard to get through, mm-hmm. if I had to do a whole freaking shrine yeah. after that, I would have just been mad. I would have been like, yeah. yo, I just did all this crap and you were trying to get me to do even more harder crap right after I did the last thing. Uh-huh. No, <laughs> you know, I just freaking save the game and turn it off. Yeah. I'll approach this later. But like them being like, oh no, you already, you know, the journey. Mm-hmm was half the and they don't yeah and they don't know which ones people are going to stumble on or not so like they kind of have to pick pick or choose one or the other so like i think it makes sense that they did the way they did but there definitely were some where i was like oh um well i guess there's a shrine here oh i, I did it i did the thing i suppose <laughs> so like whatever cool um but i think i mean it's the better game design choice but even if at the moment i was like no oh, whatever so that's enough of that we've talked about this game for a very long time now um but I'm, I'm ready. Do you think, okay, here's the last question. Do you think we get a new just trailer for it in 2020 of some sort? Uh, I think we have to. I mean, I think we have to, if Nintendo even cares a little bit about what the other guys are doing, <laughs> I'm not entirely <laughs> sure they do. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you have to figure that like holiday wise. Cause like, uh, they'll say ad infinitum that it's like, we're not competing with them, blah, blah. They are. I don't know if they're competing with them in the same way that they're competing with each other, you know, like Mm -hmm. the way Sony and Microsoft compete with each other, but Mm -hmm. they're competing with them in the same way that they're competing with Apple, you know, that Apple's competing with Google and Google's competing with cable networks. Like they're competing for your attention, whether they want to admit it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, And to keep your attention, they need to, you know, keep 
pace yeah. with them in, in terms of like exciting announcements. Yeah. I mean, anything that's, that's asking for your money is competing with anything else asking for money. Like anybody that says for the price of a coffee, for the price of a cup of coffee yes. a month, you can get blah, blah, blah. Like you're then competing suddenly, with coffee. Yeah. You know? Like who would have thought that, you know, whatever that thing is, is competing with coffee, but sure enough, you know, so I think Do I want this more or less than the yeah. coffee. <laughs> right. So I think, yeah, I think they are. I, I agree. I really, I would be surprised if we didn't get a trailer this year. Um, again, I initially thought it was coming out this year, but it, I mean, Yo, definitely not at this point. It would be hilarious if freaking breath of the wild two came out around horizon to dawn or whatever oh man it probably will <laughs> it honestly would be though so funny i would lose oh. my mind um <laughs> but really also i would be kind of uh, sad because like i'm buying a playstation 5 and we'll, yeah I mean, we'll get to that yeah. um but like it would still be funny. Like I would, I would not play Horizon Two Dawn or whatever. The Horizon Two Nighttime, um, <laughs> but like, it would be funny. <laughs> it would be funny. But um, speaking of you, you made a video. Here's I some did. comments from your video. Yep. Any thoughts on your video before we do it? It's true. Um, I made the video, and it was very stressful because i i wasn't planning on the playstation event factoring mm, into mm-hmm. my schedule like i i thought where i was like i did the thing that i wanted to like push it back i was going to do that anyway but i didn't even know like bob was streaming it and i was just assumed to be on there like he didn't say anything to me it was just a thing of like um he said while he was streaming he was like where's aj and then he asked it again he was like where's aj and then uh um Atten, who's a um, viewer, he DM'd me and was like, yo, Bob's looking for you. And I was like, well, what? And I was literally at, like minute eight of my video of editing it. Editing it. So I was like, yeah. I guess. And I stopped editing and I went and I did the thing. And then like after the event stopped, I was like, okay, I want to still try to get this video to be done as soon as possible. Uh-huh. So I rushed and I edited it and then I freaking tweeted it out and then I didn't have the link. And then it was, it was just a mess. Dude. <laughs> it was just a mess. So it happened, but you did it. And you told people to buy some games. So yeah, here's the things they said. Cool. Cool. Said great video streak. 361. Yo, thanks man. Uh, those are some really cool suggestions. I've always thought of super lucky's tale, but never felt encouraged enough to buy it. I may give it a try now. Thanks. No prob. Yeah. We talked about this. Uh, and Max was on here when we Mm -hmm. talked about it. Good game. I was not expect. I mean, Ah, I'm not going to say I wasn't expecting it to be a good game, I guess. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to be a game of note. I thought it was uh-huh. like, okay, this is another like 64-bit era like mm-hmm. nostalgia play. Um, and that's fine, but not worth my time. And then mm-hmm. I tried it, and I was like, oh, no, this is dope. <laughs> yeah, I played um, I played up through till you get... Because, I mean, I just played your copy. Mm-hmm. Um, till you get to the hub world. And then I played, I think, like... A little bit of the first level after that um so barely past the like tutorial area or whatever but like controlled well felt good characters seemed pretty cool yeah so yeah i feel like platformers uh the male 518 said mario tennis aces was another great game to buy just because it was a specific sports game the game is jam-packed with a lot of stuff and it's cool with a lot of competitive games and a fun adventure mode also 42 dollars instead of 60 is a good bargain 
Um, I was going to put that on there, and I was going to put Mario Ten- I mean, Mario Party, and I was going to put a lot more Nintendo stuff on there, but I didn't want it to be, like, freaking 80% Nintendo stuff. Yeah. And I also didn't want the video to be freaking 16 minutes long. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, stuff had to get cut, dude. Yep. Um, and that was one of them. I was just like, all right, what are the Nintendo games that are on sale currently that I would mm-hmm. prioritize if I was not me? Yep. Um, and those are the ones. How I wonder how they... I'm trying to think back. Oh, no. I guess when you play through the adventure mode, you just play as Mario the whole time. It's been a while, right? Yes. Okay. Because I was going to say, I wonder how they do the um, the new DLC characters that they dropped in later, if there's a way. Because I thought maybe they introduced different characters nah, in think, the story mode, but they don't. <laughs> playing tournaments and multiplayer yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. So, but that said, it does seem like now, I mean, if you were going to get it, um yeah now's a good time to do on, it. I, I, outside I, of like i don't know how the online scene is these days yeah. a lot of people are on so like maybe that's lower than it would have been back in the day maybe i not. think that's I the know. main reason why i didn't talk about it this game specifically because i think that is a good thing to like take note of mm-hmm. um of like and that's why i cut mario parties because that's the yeah. opposite of that where it's like <laughs> yeah this game is like a different game <laughs> from when it uh first came out uh-huh but, I didn't really feel like I could speak to that because I'm not playing it. So right. like, yeah, exactly. Speak uh, directly to like how it improved. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, this is the best value proposition that Mario Tennis Aces has been outside of maybe online question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah. But, um, but that said, it still depends on. I also cut uh, talking about Kirby. Cause that was going to be a thing of like, don't buy this game. And I was like, I don't really want to make it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we should make uh, people have. I've seen a couple of right. comments about yeah, making a Kirby movie, a Kirby, oh, movie, I Kirby, Kirby video at some point, um, which we haven't done a new Kirby video in a while. So yeah. that's an idea. Back burner. It's true. It's true. Um, Zach Gray said, "Good tips on how to approach the sale." Firewatch mm-hmm. has also has been on my list, so I snagged that rare sale and added Golf Story and Greece. Uh, then I added GameStop. Or then I saw GameStop had other digital sales, so I picked up Celeste finally. Hey, yo, yes. I think Celeste is also on sale through Nintendo too. Huh. Um, mm. But yeah, I, it's 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 tough to like. I don't know. I I wanted to like have a balance of like the like the bigger games and then also some indies, but like at the same time, just thinking again, putting myself in other people's shoes, um, I would more so want to maximize my money you know yeah. like and, and not in the sense of like getting as many games as possible because i know i wouldn't play them <laughs> even <laughs> before all of this right like i know like i could buy 20 games for freaking 100 bucks or whatever but i'm not going to have the time to play 20 games so yeah. i'd rather spend the 100 bucks on two to three games that i know i'm going to want to play mm-hmm. for a long period of time yep. so i kind of wanted to prioritize the like retail like blockbuster games and then just name like a couple like notable indie games to like mm-hmm. throw in there because like you're not going to spend like an even amount of money or like a, a, a rounded number mm-hmm. uh, amount of money on just a couple of blockbuster games. You're going to have if you if you're like my budget is three hundred dollars or whatever, right? You, you got fifteen dollars left over, you know, yeah. like right. Yep. I mean, I think one of these videos too, we should probably mention, have you used Deku deals at all? You know what that See, is? See, I was going to talk about, I was going to go, I didn't want this video to be freaking yeah. three hours long. Um, but I was going to talk about- Did you use about, that as being able to see like which games went on sale often? Yeah. For this, um, yeah. So I was going to push back against the whole thing, but it was just simpler to be like, okay, that's the, the, the running opinion. So let's yeah. just go with that and keep going. But I was going to push back against the whole idea that Nintendo games never go on sale because a lot uh-huh. of the games that people say never go on sale- 
going sale a lot <laughs> you know like the mario yeah. odysseys the breath of the wilds and stuff like that they're mm-hmm. at, they go to they go on sale to the point where their average sale is lower than retail it's like 40 dollars or something like that on that on that thing. yeah um so like uh i just didn't want to <laughs> spend the yeah. time being like you know i just was wasted real estate in the yeah yeah no that makes sense but yeah, good games. Um, Pat Green said, I bought the Switcher on this sale. Then I remembered I can't play it around the kids. So it's only gotten 30 minutes of play in the last few days. Rip, dude. <laughs> Man, that's what handheld mode's for. Yeah, no kidding. I, that's one. Mitch, Mitch was like, oh, I've got that physically. Parker, do you want to borrow that? Because he has it on something else too. And I was like, yes, but not until I'm done with like so many of the games that I own right now. Like I just want to get out of my backlog. Um, and maybe I just have to call it quits on some of it. I talk about that all the time, but, uh, yeah, man, just cut the cord, dude. Cut the cord. Some of it, it's just like I got for Christmas too. And I don't want to like not have played those. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, that, but I also like, I, whatever, it doesn't matter. <gasps> um, but the switcher, um, let us know how you enjoy it, Pat. That is all. Uh, last when your comment kid this- is 18 and out of the house. <laughs> exactly. Or playing it themselves. Yeah. Um, Alex Arkhipov. I'm sorry I said your last name wrong, I'm sure, but thank you for commenting. Um, dude, even if you may not like Ubisoft, you still have to admit Rayman, Child of Light, and Valiant Hearts are good for anyone to buy them. Telling others that only Mario plus Mario and Rabbids are good among Ubisoft games is not right. Not to mention Supergiant Studios games are perfect for this list too. IMO. I was just memeing, dude. Like I don't like <laughs> that was that was just the thing of like I think that this game again this was a game that barely even made it in the video mm-hmm. at all. I mostly wanted to bring up to people. Ubisoft also was having a sale. Yeah. So that is enough for you to be able to do your own research <laughs> and then bring up a game that is having a huge markdown. Yeah. It almost got cut because that's another game that goes on sale a lot. Yeah. Ubisoft um, in general. Yeah. They put their games on sale just all the time. Yeah. So that's really what that was. It was a meme. Um, it's because I know it gets a rise out of people to be like, this game sucks. And it's like, I mean, I don't like the game, but like, usually I'm not going to go out of my way to like tell people the game sucks because I genuinely like feel like they need to know that or whatever. Uh-huh. I just say it's because it's a meme. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I liked Mario plus rabbits. Um, for people out there, I'm not telling dumb, you, dude, You're I'm dumb. super dumb, yeah. but it's a great game. So what are you going to do? Um, but yeah, that's, that's all the videos, all the videos from your comment. <laughs> so yeah. there yes. it is. Yes. Uh, now we got the, actually, no, before Q and a, um, or after Q and a, I don't care. I don't know, PS5. man. The PS5. Let's do comments been. first. Cause we got to represent, if you care about hearing our thoughts on PS5, stick around till after the Q and a, yeah, like yeah, you guys yeah, ask right. questions. That would be there rude is. to be like, forget you guys. Um, I mean, they, 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 I would assume that the people that ask questions want to know what we think about PlayStation Five, but nonetheless, true. but nonetheless, we're doing in, we're doing both. We'll do, so yeah, we'll here's Q and A first. Yeah, <laughs> um, Twitter questions. Pat Green said, "Let's see, uh, questions is is Deal a real last name?" <laughs> no, but it's his. You're telling me, <laughs> it's weird to me. Here's the thing: the number of times, maybe it's just where I lived in Virginia at the time, but the number of times that I would tell somebody my last name was deal and they were like uh d-i-e-h-l like 
very no, like not at all. <laughs> That's not the way that you spell that word. But I think there was just like, you know, some face. It's like, of, it can't be the word. That's not a real last yeah. name. Yeah. I mean, but like I did, I knew a couple of people with a last name Deal spelled D-I-E-H-L. So I, it's got to be one of those, like there was the Deal family in like the 1840s and they just kind of like, you know, like branched out or like or something thing of them being like, yeah, I guess like this is how you spell that German family or something. Yeah. I don't know, you know, whatever. But that was a weird time where I was like, that's. Why are you assuming the weird, weird spelling? There's like 30,000 different spellings in my last name, and I hate it because <laughs> it's like, I'll be like, oh, this is my name. And they're like, uh-huh. oh, okay, so M C C R A Y. And I'm like, no. Oh, my goodness. And then they're like, M C G R. They're like, no. <laughs> I'm like, it's freaking uh, it's annoying. But yeah, this reminds me of a Brian Regan joke. That's all. Um, sure. <laughs> Devil Man's Crybaby, Chris the Butte, said, I know this would never happen, but it would be super cool if Nintendo gave us a paper Luigi game about the oh. adventure he tells you about in Thousand Year Door. What do you all think? Or even that game from his perspective in a remaster for the Switch. Yo. Tell me more. Remaster Thousand Year Door and then make that like a Super Luigi uh, Brothers sort of thing. Like mm-hmm. they, they like make that additive content. That would be dope. I mean, that's kind of the sort of way they did with the um, Mario and Luigi games, I guess. Right. You know, is like add the extra like Bowser's inside story and yeah. whatever. So it would be out of relevant possibility if yeah. they did a remaster of it. Yeah. That's what they that. should do. They should make it an additive thing. I don't know if it's enough to like make a full on mm-hmm. game. Well, so what's, uh, tell me more. Do you remember at all? What the, I don't remember exactly. I just remember okay. Luigi being like, yo, this is what I was doing, dude. <laughs> and it's like, okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> but I don't remember exactly what he was talking about. Uh huh. That would, that would be super moves. cool. Especially if it was like, this is what I was doing, dude. And then it's like, Gives you and the then option. you play it. Do you want to? Yeah. you want to play through with Luigi? No, it's like he he like starts talking to you. And it's like, do you want to listen to this guy? And then you're like, uh-huh. no. And then like you don't play it. <laughs> and yep. then like like not even make it a thing that's like this is playable or whatever. It's just like uh-huh. gives you the option to listen to him. And if you say no, you just don't know. And then the the one guy that says yes the day that the game came out, he's like, oh shoot. And then that becomes like this discovered thing. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, I this- mean, that's the way kind of in Trials of Mana again. I I only played the demo, but when you meet the other characters, cause you have a team of three, when you meet your other character, they're like, man, Ooh, I can't believe I ran into you here. My name's Bob or whatever. <laughs> um, and then, um, and then th- you have the option to either play through their first chapters up till that point, or you can just hear the kind of synopsis or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, yeah, that's a fun little mechanic, you know? Yeah, man. Good ideas. Good ideas. That is all. Uh, now some questions from Discord. Mega Man asks us, when will Fanatics 4 relocate to New Zealand? Uh, when Nintendo relocates to New Zealand. <laughs> uh, or... Or when YouTube pays a lot more money. Yeah, no, but like, we gotta have a reason to like actually go there. Because it know? seems... Awesome. Is that not a reason? I mean, enough? sure, but like, you gotta have like a financial reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go true. there. No. So, uh, imaginary reasons are good enough for me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. You know, who's to say? Yeah, if you man. ever come over here, Mega Man, we'll have a reunion of some sort. A first union. A union. Yeah. <laughs> um, good question. 
Duncan says, assuming y'all y'all saw the PS5 event, are there, there any it is. There are it there is. any games we that stood there. out to you? Any favorites <laughs> or games have you considering picking up a system at launch? Also, Pat Green asked, will the PS5 include goggles? That thing looks sharp. Um, should oh we ask <laughs> Grimane had a question that's Nintendo stuff? Should we do that real quick and then yeah, let's finish up with okay. first. Yeah. So Duncan, we're coming, we're coming back. Just hold on a minute, man. Goodness gracious. Oh yeah, um, and then also Pokemon. How far? Oh, I don't even remember what the Pokemon. The thing Pokemon was. anime. Netflix. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We'll do that right at the end. Um, uh, Grimian said, "Will Nintendo continue to play close to the chest with 2020 releases? Not yes. putting out a direct is one thing. I don't care how they deliver the news to us. As it stands, we're under a week away from Paper Mario. That's it's a month and a week, but." we mm-hmm. love yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> um under a week away from paper mario and pokemon's dlc that's true um and as far as i know while we have things on the horizon there are no dates associated with those titles yes the world situation has changed things but it'd be nice to get some news from them somehow some way however they choose to give it to us i think it's going to be close to the chest the whole time yeah. um unless by some chance which i doubt the people are like, all right, world's good enough to just go about your business as you were, you know, yep. like, I don't think that's going to happen in 2020. I think there's always going to be like, like throughout the rest of this year is going to be some level of restriction. Um, and yep. to that, uh, to that point, I think Nintendo is going to act as if that's the case, you know, where it's like, we don't know what's going to happen. So we're not going to make any promises unless we're absolutely certain that we can hit the date that we're telling you. Um, mm-hmm. or absolutely certain that we can hit the date that internally we want to hit from when we announce the thing. Because mm-hmm. Nintendo's not really the type of company to like just make an announcement for the sake of the hype. They want to yeah. make an announcement and then know, like, okay, this is how long we have to keep this hype going. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, and yeah, like, A, the world is just weird right now. Um, yeah. So, like, hype probably just is different in general. <laughs> yes. Um, where I think you need things a little bit more imminently to be hyped about, I guess. I don't know, but, um, I could see them. Yeah. Just only wanting to announce something once they have a for sure date in the first place. Like, I mean, they announced the paper Mario date right at the beginning, but also if this year is the year of Mario, which seems to be, even though they haven't really said that, um, they kind of did some places, but I mean, yeah, they kind of did they with did. the like collaborations and stuff, but yeah. they haven't like, cause there's like a lot of collaborations. With Mario. Yeah. So, but yeah. I, I suspect that probably a lot of those things are things that are just really easy sells. Like you're in or you're out. There's not a lot of thinking about it or whatever. So like yeah. if they do the do Mario, I want Mario jeans. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, they can just announce the things and then be out. So this is a, an easy year for them to be able to play stuff close to their chest because they don't have to sell you on an astral chain or something like that, where it's like, it's going to take a while for you to really get what this thing is from the get go. But now it's like, it's Mario. Either you buy it or you don't. (laughs) Yeah. So it does. Yeah. I mean, on one hand, it kind of sucks a little bit, but on the other side, it's like, we just learned about paper Mario and that's, a month away. In yeah, and I'm still playing Smash Bros. So I really don't care. Yeah, <laughs> other for being yeah. for being real. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. There's that. Um, but yeah, going back to Duncan's question now. PS5, man. Here we go. Yeah, dude. Um, so I streamed this with Bob and Dan and Greg. I don't know if you met Greg, but I don't think I did meet Greg. Greg's a character, <laughs> as are <laughs> all of Bob's friends. 
Um, but <laughs> yeah, so we streamed it. And the first half, because you said you saw the first half, maybe even a little bit over the first half, with the exception of like the established IP, every mm-hmm. single trailer that they showed had something that was freaking hideous. And I don't mean like hideous on a technical level, but I mean like a creature that like I would see <laughs> in my nightmares. Um, so that was like a thread that was going throughout like the freaking bug snacks. Like, what is that dude? Like what's going on, man? Like snacks, you need help. Whoever made that game. There's a game called bug snacks. Okay. I must've dropped off at that point. So they're bugs and they're, they're snacks technically. So it started out and it was like a strawberry and the strawberry turned into a bug. And then the freaking, I don't know, like the otter looking man, he ate it. And then his arm turned into like a strawberry caterpillar bug kind of thing. I don't Um, know that I'm down with that. (laughs) Yep. And then uh, there was a song where a lady was like, ooh, bug snacks. That was the song. Um, <laughs> that was seems like honestly a weird this PlayStation game is a freaking fever dream. Um, and then there was another game that was like a uh, little devil inside or something like that. It was another game that was a fever. Uh-huh. Um, it, I feel like every game that's not from an established IP, um, I was uh-huh. like, okay, this exists, I guess. Um, but I saw Spider Man Miles Morales and I, was, and I was like, I'm down. Um, and then there was confusion after that where it's like, it's not really a game. And then they're like, wait, but it is a game, but it's like not really a game. Uh, you know, like yeah. that kind of made me mad, but I'm still yep. down. It uh, sounds like it's it, the most recent news is that it's like a lost it's legacy an uncharted kind of thing. lost legacy thing, which yeah. is still dumb. Like it's still very much so like DLC, but like DLC that they want to charge you 50, $60 for, or yeah. maybe 40, maybe, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. where it's like, it's, it's a, it's a full game in name, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, especially it would for, be kind of like selling you super Luigi U <laughs> as a game. Cause you could, um, I mean, you could beat like platinum, uh, Spider-Man in what, like 25 hours or something yeah, like something that. Like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, if that's imagine the case, that being cut in half. Yeah. Like, yeah, that seems I don't know, whatever. I mean, people love Spider-Man, so, you know, and people love, love Spider-Man. Spider-Man in general, so. I, too. I freaking, that was the one game I played on my PlayStation that <laughs> year. Yep. Uh, well, not true. I played freaking uh, poker in Red Dead Redemption for, like, two hours. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, so there was that. Um, what did you think about the Horizon Forbidden West stuff? It's cool. Um, I'm mad they didn't call it Horizon the one noon or whatever. Uh, I'm also like, uh-huh. I, I would be shocked if this game, like if it ends up coming out and it's a breath of the wild clone at this point, like the, it's like, there's so many like motifs in that trailer. That's like, Hey, we're doing the breath of the wild thing. She's climbing. <laughs> She's climbing. And then uh-huh. like, they, they like tried to one up the, Oh yeah. She couldn't there. climb in the original. Yeah. Right? No, it was like, oh, you know, like yeah. traditional, like action, uh, adventure game traversal where it's like there's mountains and stuff but like you're not climbing the mountain you're jumping up the mountain mm-hmm. and then there's like parts where there's like very defined paths where it's like you gotta grab the pegs you know like mm-hmm. that sort of thing but it's not yeah. like breath of the wild climbing all right um but in this they're like, they they did that it looks like it's just breath of the wild uh, mm-hmm. in terms of the climbing thing uh, I think I love in part of the trailer they were like, you know, explore blah vastless whatever um go anywhere or something and it showed like just a bunch of boulders like probably you know like ten feet high of just yeah. some boulders which like it, 
I, as a regular person would be like, <laughs> I could climb those boulders. Yeah, yeah. totally. And so it was funny. We're like, explore, you know, like climb anywhere. You can. Like, but it's funny because in video games, that's like, well, can't go there. That yeah, sucks. You know, true. people showed in resident evil set. It's uh, like the Pokemon thing in the old Pokemon games where it's like, there's this small ledge and I'm on the <laughs> other side of the ledge. I guess I can't, or the yeah. like cutting down a tree. I guess I can't go. That's a big uh-huh. tree, dude. I can't. I definitely. I don't have any upper body strength to be able to like you know hoist myself up there. I can't go around the tree. I can't go over the tree. The tree's just there, and I can't do anything about it. I'm sorry. Um, But yeah, like that's how the game was. But they also tried to be like, "Hey, we're kind of better because there's water, and you can go underwater." Uh Like that's our that's our innovation here. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is something I really hope Breath of the Wild Two has underwater exploration because, like, which would be like. They would be like, you know, they would be banging their head up against the wall if that was the case. Where it's like, this was our end to be better. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, it, it looks good. I mean, it looks yeah. beautiful, obviously. A lot of yeah. these games look really good. I mean, it's and like, that's, that's, yeah. the, that's the other part of it. I'm still not sold on that. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get it because it's the box where the new games are. And that's mm-hmm. literally all I need. Yeah. But I'm still, I still haven't seen a game that's like, man, this is the generational leap they've been talking yeah. about. And I think the only one that was like that, honestly, was Ratchet and Clank yeah. because of the like, you know, like no the, little like, times between of it and, and like, yeah, like the, yeah. the how everything, but like even that stuff that, where like technology probably couldn't do exactly somebody that fast, showed me If somebody showed me that mm-hmm. and it just was like, here's this game, I wouldn't immediately go to like, oh, that's a PlayStation five game. Mm, right, I wouldn't yeah. think it was a PlayStation four game, but I would be like, oh, that's probably like a PC game. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I wouldn't think like, this is like unprecedented technology that mm-hmm. we've never seen before you know yeah i mean that said like that's kind of the problem too is all things considered isn't the ps5 and xbox series x they're pretty much on par with like the strongest pcs that we have now anyway so like yeah there's i don't know there's anything that can blow us away because yeah and and that's fine i'm okay with that on like just because like i said like it being the new box where the new games are is enough for me but what i don't like is the disconnect between how they advertise their consoles mm-hmm. and what their consoles actually are yeah they're like this is the biggest deal in gaming and it's the biggest mm-hmm. leap ever you know uh-huh. like they don't even try to like you know like temper themselves a little bit and say and this would be a blatant lie but if they were like this is the biggest leap since 2d to 3d you know like mm-hmm. this, this is yeah. the, the next n64 era you know like that that sort of thing like even that would be a blatant lie but at least they're like being somewhat realistic you know where it's 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 not like this is the best thing you've ever seen i mean sure maybe like uh (laughs) like cumulatively yes definitely it definitely looks better than n64 Mm -hmm. but as far as like relatively no yeah uh -uh, not even close like Mm -hmm. I, i don't even know if this is like a bigger leap than like playstation 3 to playstation 4 yeah it, I did think it was it interesting like the same level of jump. I, I'd imagine. So the starting with GTA five was a yeah. really random. Yeah. I, I still don't, I've seen some people give explanations for why that was a thing, but I still don't really get it. Like yeah. <laughs> that was just yeah. weird. You know, it was a bad call. That should have been sandwiched in between all the other announcements yeah. and it shouldn't have just been Grand Theft Auto. Five. It should have been here's Grand Theft Auto Five and whatever other games that we're like enhancing for PlayStation. Yeah, 5. totally. Because um, as a standalone announcement, it's like okay, I don't care. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like because what was the thing? What 
what were they announcing? If you got a, it was like, it's PS, like free if you pre-order a PS five, you get a million. Yeah, it pre- like, I don't remember what the, if you do such and such, but you get a million, you know, GTA bucks a month or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really just like, a, um, Hey, before we sell you on the next thing, let's try to sell you on something that's like make money right now, you yeah. know, which makes sense that they would do that. But it's just weird to kind of start out with it. Yeah. Um, but that aside, like I said, I'm buying a PlayStation five. Oh, yeah. the, visually, do you care? Cause I don't about what the PlayStation five looks like. I oh, don't care. Oh, the box itself. Yeah. It's really tall. That's the only yeah, it's thing. It's gigantic. Like, yes. Yeah. That might be a bit too tall, <laughs> mm-hmm. but like, as far as like aesthetics go, like, I it don't looks care. like a router. I, it does. I will also say that. It does, but I do not care yeah. even a little bit what the box looks like. I don't care because I see people comparing it to Xbox uh, Series S and whether they, I mean, X, whichever one they like more, I don't really care. I, they, they're both freaking plastic boxes. I'm never going to look at them. Like, I'm mm-hmm. looking at the TV. I don't care what the box looks like. Mm-hmm. Maybe if it was a handheld, I would care what it looks like because I'm literally holding it freaking yeah, right. a foot away from my face. Uh, but for a, a box that's going to sit in my entertainment center or on my desk or whatever, I don't care what it looks mm-hmm. like. <laughs> like, yeah. so I, I don't even know why they hyped that up. And it was like this whole thing where they were like teasing it the whole entire uh, presentation. It's just, I don't, I don't, I, don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, yeah, all things considered, I don't know if I'm going to, I mean, I don't think I'm going to get a PS five or Xbox series X just, you know, cause it's me. And that's who I am. Yeah. Um, again, I mean, I said this, I think I said this before that Ashley and I are thinking about getting an Xbox one X perhaps. I Did I talk about that? You, you said something about maybe getting, uh, whatever Lockhart ends up. Mm. Okay. So more recently than that, then, um, we were, in, we were in our bedroom and like, Oh man, it would be great to play some of our DVDs. We've got this DVD player that's in here, but it really sucks. It's like mm. a really bad DVD player. And the two DVD players we even have, in that or the living room we just never really used them or just I've seen a standalone dvd player yeah they're, years. And they're old by a dvd player standards so oh they God. like they don't even upscale to anything they're Oof. just like um it's not hdmi it's rca cables and they like even on like when something's widescreen it's like if this is our tv screen size the aspect ratio is still 16 by 9 but it's smaller than the tv <sighs> and so it's it's bad like it looks awful so we were like we should probably get a blu-ray player and i was like if we're getting a blu-ray player <laughs> maybe we should just go ahead and and i was like it feels dumb at this point to be like we'll get an xbox like the you know xbox one original cuz a that doesn't play well. It plays Blu-rays. It doesn't play four K. So yeah, right. it was so like okay. Well, we won't get that uh, Xbox Series One S. I uh, might as well get the X. So you just so we so have it. But like together. in the back of my mind, if um, you know, if if one goes on sale and we have extra money, um, which I don't think that's going to happen unless we get more stimulus checks, which I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> um, but if we do, then we'll probably get an Xbox One X because also that's the one that's going to have it seems like it's going to be more cross gen friendly or whatever, where if something comes out next year, I'll still be able to. Yeah. I mean, they already committed to that. Yeah. The Um, only thing, uh, yeah. I mean, I think in general, yeah, right now PlayStation just has better exclusives 
yeah. for sure. I mean, so, granted, we don't know what days why exactly are until July. Yeah. So, so we'll have to wait on that. And like some of the ones that we've seen for next gen exclusives, uh, like that we saw at I guess E three last year. There was one Everwild, I think, that looked really cool. Um, it was like some fancy deer avatar looking <laughs> things. Um, so. Yeah, so I'm not going to get a PS5, partly because how much do you think it's going to cost? It's going to be at least $600. I would be shocked if it was under $600. I would at least $600, yeah. I, yeah, I think, I, I think $600 probably. May, I mean, maybe it or the Series X can somehow do $500, but... I think the, the, the thing about Series X that might give it a boost is that Game Pass is there. Yeah. So the the buy-in is a lot lower. Um, so it's like, even for you guys, right? Um, Xbox has the program where now you can get an Xbox for like a subscription. Like $20 you know? a month yeah, for it's two like years. Yeah. yeah, and then... Which I've thought about that too. <laughs> and then that also comes with Game Pass and Xbox mm-hmm. Live and all that stuff. Yep. You could literally just have that and have everything you need. You get to play yep. every single exclusive that they release for and the price so of many the, third parties like, yeah the console that you're you're buying or whatever right mm-hmm. um whereas with playstation you're committing to spending the six hundred dollars yep or less if there's a miracle um dollars yeah. <laughs> or whatever right and then you got to pay sixty dollars question mark possibly more uh uh-huh. for whatever game comes out like that that's a that's a whoo. yeah that's a price to swallow for sure. And it, I think the thing too, that I think has soured me on PlayStation in general is just like the, the past couple years of like when Xbox was being really prosumer and yeah. that kind of stuff. That's like, what, honestly, see, honestly, that's why I don't like blatantly. Like I, I will buy a mm-hmm. PlayStation, mm-hmm. but PlayStation, like as a company, I do not like them. Yeah. Cause like, and they, like they do this, they have done this since PlayStation has existed. They always go through this like cycle of like, mm-hmm. we're about the gamers and we love you guys. Cause you hate us right now or <laughs> don't trust us or whatever. Right. And then they gain trust. And then they're like, all right, we have trust. We can, we do can spend we that trust. Cash mortgage, in. mortgage your house buy a playstation 3 you know like yeah I, I, like they always teeter back to that point and i don't feel like they're as bad as the playstation mm-hmm. 3 era but i think they're getting there they're getting there and yeah. i don't like that um so it, like that that's the thing that turns me off about playstation yeah. i think xbox to some point especially after phil spencer took over yeah um they like go above and beyond to be about the consumer to the point yeah. where it's like even if like to the layman, it seems like they're hurting themselves to hurt the, I mean, to, to help the consumer. Yeah. I mean, the game we pass kind of care. stuff would seem like that. You yeah, know? exactly. Like, like we don't care if you buy an Xbox, we just want you to buy our games. That's it. Play it on your PC, play it on your switch, play it on your old Xbox, play it on the new Xbox. We don't care. Just play mm-hmm. it, <laughs> you know, like yeah. PlayStation wouldn't do that. And they're not doing that. They're like, ah, we don't want to put yeah. I mean, the only reason they're putting Miles stuff on hours. PC, <laughs> like the reason they're putting, you know, like horizon zero dawn on PC isn't because they are like, oh, you know, like we should let the PC players get to play it. It's, I mean, it's a, a little bit that, but it's more like nobody else is going to buy it on PlayStation Four now anymore. Yeah, who could still buy it? Maybe some PC players. Yeah. You know, also, like, it's a it's a thing of which like, I mean makes sense. Freaking you know, like Horizon I'm, Horizon Two Dusk is coming out, <laughs> and they're like, man, Alloy is going to be on people's minds, mm-hmm. and they don't have a PlayStation Five. Yep. They'll play on PC, and that'll make them want to. It's Nintendo's yep. early mobile game strategy. Yeah, right. Oh, 
Yep. So, I mean, and it's just business, like it's fine, but like in general, I, I don't know that I can right now, it doesn't seem like I can trust them in the long run to do things that ultimately are just going to save me money. You know, where it's like, I feel like right now with Xbox, like that's going to be, it's the lowest investment to, to be able to get the best, you know, uh, buyback or whatever, as far as that goes. The best ROI. Best ROI. Freaking the Pokemon. Pokemon. On Netflix. I watched, there's like the first 12 episodes. I watched like the Oh, first. already? I thought it. Yeah. Oh, well, that's today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched like the first four. Um, The first episode is interesting. <laughs> Pikachu had a tragic backstory, dude. Who knew? Oh, no. Who knew, man? Who knew? I was like, dang, I mean, dude. No wonder why Pikachu was a jerk <laughs> when you first met So. I mean, I guess I don't want to, I haven't watched any of it. Yeah, does, it does it um, just recap the first episode? No, like, it's, so it's a, fl- I mean, yes and no. Um, so it's a flashback to when uh, mm-hmm. freaking Ash is a kid. Like the Spiro situation. Okay, no. no. Okay, <laughs> before that. Gotcha. Ash is a kid and Go is a kid who's the new kid. He's the yep. new guy, man. And it's like, it's like, you know, and not really um, retroactively putting him in the story, but kind of. Uh, he's from <laughs> Viridian City. Or not Viridian. Uh, Vir- yeah, Viridian City. Um, he's from there. Uh, and he was a child. And he's going to his professor camp. And Ash also wants to go to his camp. But he sleeps in. That's how he doesn't know him yet. But, like, the, the story, they want us to know. Like, this kid, he was part he of this. He would have been around the whole time. Yeah, he's a freaking Canto uh, resident or whatever, right? Um and then also it like shifts between them as kids and Pikachu as a Pichu and Pichu is like all alone and Pichu, uh, you know, like other Pokemon or not, there's Nidorans that are, you know, they're all freaking boot up dude, uh-huh. as the kids say, <laughs> uh, and there's other people. And then he meets a Kangaskhan and things ensue. I don't want to spoil. Okay. But- tragic backstory and then like the solution to like him being sad and alone or whatever or, or like what happens after the mini solution you know character uh-huh. stuff. yeah the the solution that was the solution in the beginning turns out it wasn't the ultimate one uh but the ultimate solution is very stupid like it, it, i don't know how what happened happened and solved his problem but it did i don't know if he was like <laughs> okay that's fine i'm good with this i'm gonna live my life but it did it kind of like if you like okay so when you get i'll to, have to watch it to be able to yeah because like right now this all sounds really vague and i'm like okay. good good because i don't <laughs> want i don't want to spoil it yeah. um but like when you get to it you'll uh-huh. know what i'm talking about it kind of does it, it's it's like it does the opposite of what y- you would think he wants to happen mm. his solution yeah. it's like because uh the problem happens mm-hmm. and then he's like oh man I gotta like change my place in this world, and then he goes to do that, and then something else happens, and then it makes the problem that made him want to change his place in the world worse. And that was the, it's like that's the happy ending. I'm like, oh, interesting. All right, but then he meets <laughs> Ash, and then like, there and it then is. Yeah. yeah. Overall, just as far as like TV shows and enjoying, you know, watching stuff or whatever. Like, how do you feel about it? Just as far as like, it's quality it's, and all it, that like it's better than like, sun and moon it's, whatever i mean I, same I, as i think i think sun and moon like towards the end like the later years of pokemon like <laughs> the beginning of pokemon is like it's pokemon but it's dumb you know <laughs> tv um and then like x and y i think is like legitimately like at least on par with like a lot of like uh 
you know, like generic shonen anime sort of thing, mm-hmm. where it's like it's good in that regard. Um, I think this kind of follows that. Sun and Moon kind of took a, a left turn where it's like it's not shonen anime, it's like slice of life anime, but it's on par with mm-hmm. a lot of those. Um, this is kind of like a mixture of those two. Gotcha. I would say. But it's decent. Mm. If you like Pokemon, you'll probably like it. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. I'll watch it. I've been watching through Sun and Moon a little bit, so I'll watch through this now. It's always nice to have something um, lighthearted to just like be able to put in the background. Or, yeah, but, you but know, man, yeah. you got to pay attention to choose tragic backstory. Dude. Oh, I will. And the things that happen and then the other things that happen that yeah. happen. Yes. Those things that are like, whoa, what? It all happened? makes sense. It'll all make sense, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you. Just... You know, it's crazy. Yeah, it all makes sense. It all makes sense. It'll make sense that we did a podcast episode number one seventeen, mm-hmm. and it'll make sense that you subscribed and followed Fanatics Four in all the places that you can do that. Yes, exactly. Um, Especially if you're here, dude. Like you're yep. still here. If you're still here and you're not subscribed, what are you doing? You I do want to. I always forget. I meant to ask at the way beginning of the podcast episode, and I just forgot. I mean, we can always. I don't feel like editing it. Um. <laughs> But I'm really curious, like we get, um, you know, probably as whatever, however many number of listens to the podcast specifically, but we only really have probably, you know, 20 ish people that like, I, I know, like that's the person like, like they they're definitely listen like, to the podcast Grimming, and ask questions Brad, and yeah. Duncan. Yeah, exactly. Like there's, like there's, you know, some number of those people. So that means theoretically there's more people that just don't just comment. So I'm very curious. Like I would love for, if you're one of those people just to comment and be like, yeah, I guess I listen or hello. I lurk (laughs) exclamation point lurk or whatever. Um, Cause that's just interesting to me. So that's uh, that's all, but probably, I mean, maybe that's not, maybe there's no overlap there. That's still listening at this point at the beginning of the podcast, probably, but at this point, eh, probably not. Right. Nevertheless, thanks, thanks, Duncan. Thanks, Grim Hain. Thanks, uh, Bianca, all for listening. And (laughs) and those of you who are still listening at this point. Um, That's it for the podcast, y'all. That's it. Bye-bye. Bye.